What's good? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Valdez, aka the Angry Man, coming at you live this afternoon. About to talk some shit. Because the title of this joint right here is called Ray Ray and Pookie's Motherfucking Revenge. And the reason why I call it that shit is because I'm sick and motherfucking tired. I'm sick and tired. Now you might ask, what am I sick and tired of? I'm sick and tired of every time I come on the damn internet. You got these little corny niggas who want to constantly talk shit about Ray Ray and Pookie. That's right, I said it. If you have talked shit about Ray Ray and Pookie, that's some corny ass shit. I'm sick of it. Hit the link in the chat room, man. I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to cook. I'm about to roast some shit. I'm about to do just like niggas do on the first of the month when the motherfucking food stamps come. We about to cook out. God damn it. We gonna have steak. We gonna have motherfucking steak kebabs. We gonna have shrimp. We gonna have all kinds of shit, nigga. Real talk. Because I'm tired, man. I'm tired of niggas talking shit about Ray Ray and Pookie. And the messed up thing about it is... I'm going to break this shit now. You got a lot of niggas talking this shit. And the main reason they talking shit is because they mad because Ray Ray and Pookie get more ass than they get. That's all it really boils down to. All it boils down to is they get more ass than these other niggas. You know, these niggas, they, you know, they, they, they were lucky enough to live in a household with both their parents, most of them anyway, they went to school, they got good grades, they didn't get involved in, in any other shit, you feel what I'm saying? They didn't focus on being popular, they didn't focus on the cool kids, they didn't want to be one of the cool kids, they just wanted to do their work and do what they were supposed to do and do what they was told to do. Ain't nothing wrong with that. See, thing about it is, Ray Ray and Pookie ain't never fought you for that. We ain't never fought you for that. Unfortunately for the Ray Rays and Pookies out here, we were born with something a little bit different. You know, we were born with a little more charisma. So some of the kids liked us a little more. We were born with that leadership quality. So some of the kids wanted to follow us. We were born with that, uh, uh, whatever that it factor is that make other people think you're cool. And what happens with that is you you become part of a crowd that's considered the in crowd or whatever. Now, that's just school type shit. Now, you may have been socially awkward. You may not have been considered that cool. You may have had struggles in high school, but this is what you don't realize. Everybody has struggles in high school. Even the cool kids, even the even the kids with charisma have struggles because everybody goes through that bullshit in adolescence. But as you get older and you get out of school, it turns into something different. Especially if you come from the hood. Especially if you come from the ghetto. 
because them same qualities make you more likable to women in the hood. And the biggest quality is the fight or flight. The fight or flight thing is really what defines whether or not women are going to find you attractive. This is the main reason Pookie and Ray Ray get their props. Because when, when the fight or flight shit happens, Pookie and Ray Ray fight. They don't run. They don't take off running. You understand what I'm saying? Now you might say, well, damn, angry man, how do you know all of this? There's a reason I put the little montage of pictures at the beginning of this shit. Because as a young nigga, I used to do shit. See, when I was in school, I wasn't considered a nerd. Even though I was smart enough to do what nerds do. In high school and grade school, I wasn't considered a geek, even though I liked certain things about that. Appreciate you, Mr. Nevermind. Even though I like comic books and, and Star Wars and all of that type of shit, I still wasn't considered a geek. The reason why I wasn't considered a geek because every once in a while, some little girl would like me. And she'd say that she, you know, I was her boyfriend. But you know, in, in, in school, you're not really doing too much of nothing. You might get a hug every now and then. You might, you know, in between class, you know, be late for class because you done snuck off somewhere and got you a little kiss, got you a little tongue action or some shit like that. But the main factor that separated me from these other dudes that's on the internet right now fucking complaining is when a nigga put my back against the motherfucking wall, I came out of the goddamn corner swinging. That's what separates us. That's what separates us. Win, lose, or draw. You fight. Now, you may not think that that's a big thing because what you'll do because you scared and you shook ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. You want to make an excuse for it. You scared to fight. You scared to take an ass whooping. That's really what it boils down to. You scared to take your lumps. Now, you're not going to win them all, but you damn sure ain't going to lose them all. But this is part of manhood. This is a natural part of manhood. And in a little while, I'm going to bring my boy Cerulean in here, and we really going to break down why Pookie and Ray Ray actually represent manhood more than you do. And I know you ain't going to like to hear that. I know you ain't going to like to hear the answers, which is the perfect way to do it. You know why it's the perfect way to do it? Because as I'm explaining how I used to get down, how I used to be a Ray Ray and Pookie, Cerulean has said many times he used to be a Ray Ray and Pookie. 
So to have two intelligent brothers break it down for you, you ain't got no excuses. You ain't got no excuses. Because I, I honestly believe that I don't have to explain my intelligence. I've proven it. Cerulean definitely doesn't have to explain his intelligence. He's proven it. But we're going to break down for you why. Ray Ram Pookie, with all of their faults, all of their vices, all of their issues, all of their non-productiveness as you claim it is, I'm going to show you how Ray Ray and Pookie represent manhood more than you fucking do. And you ain't going to like it, but it is what it is. It is what it is, because I'm tired. See, a lot of you Negroes come on to the internet because you know Ray Ray and Pookie ain't on the internet. And for the first time, you get to talk shit about them without them knowing it. But you fucked up. Because you thought all the Ray Rays and Pookies wasn't on the internet. But you were wrong. Ray Ray and Pookie are on the internet. And I'm here to represent for him and speak for him. I'm the Ray Ray and Pookie representative, nigga. I'm here to speak for him and talk for him. Because they ain't here to talk for themselves. And all of you are making bullshit ass stereotypes. And you're projecting and fucking pe- perpetuating a stereotype that gets Ray Ray and Pookie killed. You ain't doing nothing no different than what white folk do when they talking about the 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 urban youth. When they talk about the the super predator. See? You are part of the reason young black men get killed. You're part of the reason young black men remain to be a fucking uh, 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 a stereotype that is public enemy number one. So you don't got no business bringing your ass up here talking shit about Ray Ray and Pookie all the fucking time to to, to fucking uh, uh, validate yourself and feel good about your fucking insecurities. Somebody do me a favor. John Smith is in here talking about the earth is flat. Boot his ass out of here. Boot his ass up out of here. He want to be he want to be disruptive. Get him the fuck up out of here. <clears throat> so I w- I want to go in depth. I want to go in depth. I want to really go deep down into it and explain the the core of it the primal biological natural core of why these brothers in the hood represent manhood okay i'm going to go into it we 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 going to go into it trust me we going to go into it but like i always say when I come on here, shout out to the Angry Man Nation. Salute to the Angry Man Army. One love to the faithful few. Long live the commission. Now, 
The thing about it, hold on, I got to find something. I got to find something to pull up so I can give you guys an example of the type of shit that, you know, these brothers constantly bitch and complain about. See if I can find it. I got to scroll through. There it is right there. Okay. Let's pull this over here so I can show you what I'm talking about. But like I said, yo, to anybody who wants to support the channel, all you have to do, if you're new to the channel, all you have to do is click the link that I'm putting in the chat room right now. When you click that link, you can actually donate. All you have to do is go to stream, go to Streamlabs. You set it up with either your PayPal or your credit card. It will not show your personal information. When you actually make a donation, you can put a message in there. I will read that message before the end of the uh, live stream. And this is what your donation will look like if you didn't see it earlier. All right. It'll have your YouTube name and it'll have your message at the bottom. So support the channel, show some love. This channel is not funded by any AdSense, any corporate funding, or any backing. It is supported solely by viewers and subscribers and fans like you. But with that being said, hit the link, show some love, donate to the channel. Appreciate you, woman of the past. So, okay, so let's let's go to this message. I want to show you a message. I want to show you a message that was made on BGS's channel um, the night that Dr. T. Hassan Johnson was there. Appreciate you, Mr. Nevermind. The night that Dr. T. Hassan Johnson was there, a brother put a super chat in there um, for BGS, uh, Mike Vincent. And I really don't have no problem with Mike Vincent. I just want to use this as an example to show you guys the type of shit I'm talking about, all right? Um, and he donated quite a bit of money, which is good. Salute to him for donating that much to BGS. Um, that's definitely what's up. I love seeing brothers support other brothers. But let me let me show you the message that he said. And this is the message that he said. He said, Dr. Dr. Johnson, your time is greatly appreciated. Please discuss why BM, black men, who aspire academic achievement and corporate success are marginalized by the urbanized BW, which is black women. He's talking about ghetto black women, talking about uh, Rasputia and, and, and uh, Sharkeisha, and continue to reproduce with unproductive men, Ray Ray and Pookie, with the expectation that achieved black men should resolve her problem. Now, most people would think this is a very intellectual question. Most people would think that this is about something really important. Let me translate for you. I'm going to translate it for you. Dr. Johnson, your time is greatly appreciated. Can you please tell me why black men who are considered educated lames and do everything that we're supposed to do in life are ignored by ghetto black women like Keisha and continue to fuck Ray Ray and Pookie with the uh, thought that after they're done fucking Ray Ray and Pookie, they're going to come to us for resources. That's what his question is. That's what his question is. And 
What bothers me about this shit is one, you wasted Dr. Tia San Johnson's time with that question. Two, a lot of you guys on the internet, what I've been noticing is all of your issues, all of your anger, all of your angst against black women, or excuse me, against Ray Ray and Pookie, always boils down to pussy. It always boils down to how much pussy you not getting or how you wasn't able to get pussy. Really, to be truthfully honest, you should have directed that question at, say, Alan Roger Curry or Alpha Male Strategies. I mean, Dr. Tia San Johnson, he discussing manhood and, and, and building a community and doing what we need to do for the next generation of boys. We ain't talking about why you can't get some pussy. Let's just keep it funky. It's always about pussy with you niggas. And I, I really don't understand this shit. Ray Ray and Pookie don't have no problem getting pussy. Guess what that means? Guess what that means? Whether you wanna whether you want to admit it or not, whether you wanna own it or not, if you are having difficulty getting pussy, you need to check your manhood. You need to. Now I know what you're gonna say. There's a lot of Negroes that run around here and say, oh, black men are dysfunctional because we rank ourselves on how much pussy we get. Well, we shouldn't rank ourselves on just that, but that is an indicator. That is one indicator. That is one sign of a nigga that's about his shit. That's real talk. And if it wasn't, you wouldn't be so concerned about it. If it wasn't, it wouldn't always be a topic of fucking discussion. If it wasn't, you wouldn't constantly pine over it. If it wasn't, you wouldn't have made an entire goddamn movement. Because pussy ain't treating you right. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Is MGTOW or is it not an entire movement created because you feel women ain't treating you right? My bad, I forgot. Y'all got so many damn definitions, it's hard to keep track. It's hard to keep track. Y'all got so many definitions, it's really hard to keep track. But at the end of the day, you complaining about shit when you should be fixing shit. You can't blame Pookie and Ray Ray for your damn problems. And the funny thing about it is, you'll be the main one, the well-to-do, educated Negroes, Excuse me, let me not say educated, because there's a lot of educated Ray Rays and Pookies, despite what you may think. Let me say, uh, uh, degreed Negroes that look down on Ray Ray and Pookie. There's a lot of you that look down on Ray Ray and Pookie, and the funny thing about it is, you'll be quick to tell Ray Ray and Pookie that they can't blame the white man for their lack of success. Well, if you can't, if Ray Ray and Pookie can't blame the white man for their lack of success, you can't blame Ray Ray and Pookie for your lack of pussy. Am I wrong? 
Am I wrong? Somebody please let me know if I'm wrong. If if Ray Ray and Pookie cannot blame the white man for their problems, for their lack of success, then you cannot blame Ray Ray and Pookie for your lack of wetness. Ain't they fault you can't get your dick wet? That's 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 real talk, man. That's real talk. You gotta blame yourself. Matter of fact, before I bring Cerulean on, because I'm gonna bring Cerulean on and we're gonna we gonna go really in depth with this shit. And I'm gonna bring him on in a second. But first I wanna show you guys a video that I saw last night, and I thought the video was hilarious. I thought the video was funny as hell. It's a real funny video, but at the same time, at the same time, the video is actually a prime example of how, as a man, you're supposed to handle a woman. It's a prime example. It's a prime example. You know, and, and the funny thing about it is the dude in the video is a Ray Ray and Pookie. More Ray Ray, not so much Pookie, but you'll get the point. So let me pull up this video. I'm going to show you guys this joint. And then I'm going to break it down, and then we're going to go to Cerulean and get him up here so we can talk about this shit. But hold on, let's get this video up here. Now y'all pay attention to this joint right here. Down in front, turn the lights down. The topic of discussion is where niggas get off thinking they could do what the fuck they want. Nah, nah, nah. See, when you in a relationship or you married, that shit goes out the motherfucking window. Y'all can't just think y'all gonna do what the fuck y'all wanna do. That was delighted. I know what the fuck it was. It went out the window. Just like what the fuck you think you gonna do goes out the window. Alright. So, y'all gotta understand that it's it's morals and principles. Y'all not just gonna do what the fuck y'all wanna do when the fuck y'all wanna do and come home when the fuck y'all wanna do. Because it's not gonna happen. Right? Wrong. Just like you threw that out the window. Just like shit come out the window, shit comes through the door. Through that lighter out. I got these matches. Like this good ass weed. And that's when y'all motherfuckers get locked outside. Got my own key. That's when y'all motherfuckers misplace y'all keys and think y'all misplaced them, but we really took them. I'm a flocker. I can get through the window. And that's when I lock the motherfucking windows. That's when I donkey kick the front door and get up in that bitch. And that's when your ass gonna have to be spending unuseless money for that motherfucking door that you just broke. I'm getting money. That's cool. I'll buy me a door. Buy the motherfucking door then. Steal the door from Home Depot. Push that bitch right out. You gonna steal doors now? Fuck so I gotta do what I gotta do. I'm gonna get up in that house. I'm gonna come home every night. You're not finna tell me what I'm about to do. If I'm out and I'm doing what I gotta do to do what I gotta do to get what I gotta get, but I'm coming home every night. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Woo! That, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Let me let me let me break something down. Let me break this down for you Negroes. Let me break this down for you Negroes. I'm I'm, I'm gonna show you something. I'm gonna show you something. Now. At the beginning of this video, you probably was like, man, why this dude letting her talk all that shit? I'm going to tell you why he let her run her mouth. Because it don't matter. Okay, take a note from Ray Ray and Pookie. They woman can talk all that shit all day long, but it don't matter because actions move shit, not talk. Actions, not talk. It ain't about what the fuck somebody say. See, a, 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 a fucking simping ass nigga is going to get offended by that talk. That nigga ain't offended by that talk. He don't give a fuck. He don't care. He don't give a shit. And I'm going to show you his reactions. I'm going to show you his body language, and I'm going to show you her body language. Because you may not believe it, but she's being submissive. And see, the problem with a lot of you Negroes, and I saw some of you say, well, maybe we should talk to different women. Nigga. Running from women is not going to save you because the majority of black women are aggressive like this. And as much as you don't want to believe it, that is a natural thing for black women. This is something you guys are never going, you're never going to look. If you keep running around here thinking that black women are going to behave like white women, you are always going to fucking lose, man. You always going to lose. These women are not like white women. They're not like any other woman. The same way the white woman is a certain way, the Asian woman is a certain way, the Arab woman is a certain way, the black woman is a certain way. And do you know why they have become that? Because they don't deal with weak-ass motherfucking men. As a black woman, if you constantly dealing with strong motherfucking men, you are not going to be weak. That's real talk. Okay, so you niggas that be seeing these uh, badass chicks with the big ghetto booty and, you know, you know they from the hood. They used to dealing with Ray Ray and Pookie. They used to dealing with thugged out dudes. They used to dealing with dudes who pay no attention to them running their mouth. That's why they run it so much. Don't pay no attention to that shit. How many times have you heard me on a hangout or, or on a fucking video? How many times have you seen me on a video and it be chicks running their mouth and shit and angry man curb that shit? How many times? I'm going to ask everybody in here. You've seen me on other people's hangouts. You've seen me on other platforms. How many times have I been on a platform with women who were diametrically opposed to me? They was being disrespectful and I ain't paid no attention to that shit. You remember that last hangout I was on that had Cynthia G, uh, 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 what's her name, China Fox, and that other little young girl? Did you notice how calm and collective I was? Did you notice that shit? Huh? Did you notice that? Because the whole reason that yak, 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 if you start yak, yak, yakking like them, you're just as bad as they are. See, you don't got to assert yourself if you know you the motherfucking man. You don't got to fucking uh, uh, go back and forth if you know you the motherfucking man. Only time you going to go back and forth and feel some type of way is if you insecure about some shit. See, the only way she could get to him is if she really runs shit. That's the only way. 
All right. Now let me break this video down. I'm gonna show you guys the response. I'm, I'm gonna show you the response frame by frame. Right. Let's let's see the response frame by frame. Then we're gonna go. Then we're gonna go to Cerulean. Hold on. All right. So let me play this from the beginning. So she's obviously doing this video. You know, cause she, I think this is her little Instagram joint. So she's doing her little video. She got the camera up here. He don't give a fuck. He's over here chilling. He's over here chilling like, fuck it. It is what it is. I'm going to do my thing. The topic of discussion is where niggas get off thinking they could do what the fuck they want. Look, look. Did you see how his eyes rose up? <laughs> when she said that shit, he, he paused for a second. He was focused on that blunt. He was rolling that blunt. And he when he when she said that shit, his eyes what look, his eyes rose up. Nah. Like look, like nah. bitch, bitch, are you serious? <laughs> Yo, the look on his face says it all. The look on his face says it all. Look, 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 look. Do you see that shit? He like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? <laughs> no. See, when you in a And went back to rolling his blunt, like, anyway. Relationship, or you married? That shit goes out. Look, you like, man. <laughs> he like, man, let me look at this phone, man. Ain't nobody trying to hear that dumb shit. <laughs> Until she threw out the lighter. Now, now watch how you handle that shit. Motherfucking window. Y'all can't just... Did, did this bitch just throw out the lighter? Think y'all gonna do what the fuck y'all wanna do? That was the lighter. I know what the fuck it was. It went out the window. Just like what the fuck you think you gonna do? Goes out the window. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Translation. Whatever. Like, get the fuck out of here. You could put on that show for them niggas on that video, but you already know what it is. <laughs> so, y'all gotta understand that... Get these matches. <laughs> it's, it's morals and principles. Y'all not just gonna do what the fuck y'all wanna do when the fuck y'all wanna do and come home when the fuck y'all wanna do. Cause... Look, look, now he laughing at her. You can't tell because he got the blood in his mouth, but look at his cheeks. Soon as she said that shit, you not gonna do what you wanna do. He started laughing. Because it's not gonna happen. Right? She talking about right? Now she, see, this is the test for all you niggas out there. And some of you niggas would have failed for this shit. This is the test. This is the test. Right? Now she waiting for him to co-sign that dumb shit she just said. Now Simp would be like, yeah, 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 you right, baby. What this nigga say? Wrong. <laughs> The nigga lit that shit said wrong. Wrong. <laughs> it's like you threw that out the window. Just that shit come out the window, shit comes through the door. Threw that lighter out. I got these matches. <laughs> Look at her face. Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> Just like you threw that lighter out the window, these matches can come through the door. She like, okay. Let me think of some more shit. Let me think of another test. Got this good ass weed. Got this and good that ass weed. Look, look, that nigga don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's when y'all motherfuckers get locked outside. I got my own key. I got my own key. <laughs> That's when y'all motherfuckers misplaced y'all keys and think y'all misplaced them, but we really took them. I'm a flocker. I can get through the window. And <laughs> this 
niggas in our club through the window. That's when I locked the motherfucking windows. That's when I donkey kicked the front door and get up in that bitch. That's when I donkey kicked the front door. Now, most of you niggas may not realize this, but the moment he said that shit, that shit let you know the nigga don't give a fuck about jail. The nigga don't give a fuck about jail. Bitch, I donkey kick the door and get in this motherfucker. And that's when your ass gonna have to be spending unuseless money for that motherfucking door that you just broke. I'm getting money. That's cool. I'll buy me a door. Nigga said, I'm getting money. I'll buy me a door. Buy the motherfucking door then. Steal a door from Home Depot. Nigga said, I, nigga, I steal a door from Home Depot. Push that bitch right out. Push that bitch right out. You gonna steal doors now? Fuck, I gotta do what I gotta do. Boom! There it is right there. That's what separates, that's what separates, that's what separates Ray Ray and Pookie from other niggas. You heard what he said? I gotta do what I gotta do. She said, you still indoors now? Translation, translation. Shame in language. You still indoors now? Bitch, if I gotta kick the motherfucking door in and replace the bitch, I'm gonna do the shit. But one thing's for certain, I'm getting in that motherfucking house. Oh, still doors now? Fuck, I gotta do what I gotta do. I'm gonna get up in that house. I'm gonna come home every night. You're not finna tell me what I'm about to do. Look at her face. She done fell all the way back. She ain't got no more answers for him. No more shit to say. No more shit to say. No more shit to say. Look at that shit. She done fell all the way back. And she cracking a smile. She turned on right now. Because she can't conquer him. You, you, do you hear what I'm saying? She cannot conquer him. If I'm out and I'm doing what I got to do to do what I got to do to get what I got to get, but I'm coming home every night, shut the fuck up. Mm. What'd she say? What'd she say? Nothing. Now, let me break something down for you Negroes. Before I bring Cerulean in here, let me break something down for you Negroes. The reason she's sitting there with a smile on her face and probably a puddle in her lap is because she knows she can't conquer this nigga. She can't even get a rise out of this nigga. This nigga over there calmed in the motherfucker telling her what the fuck it is. Nigga, I motherfucking bust the door in. Well, you gonna have to pay money and get another door. Motherfucker, I ain't got a nigga. I get money. I buy another door. You wasting money. Fuck it then, I'll go to Home Depot and steal a motherfucking door. Take that bitch right out of that motherfucker. Oh, you stealing doors now? I gotta do what the fuck I gotta do. You ain't keeping me out the goddamn house. That's for goddamn sure. Like, this nigga telling her what it is. You feel me? And as much as you may not believe it, this dude has way less problems with women than you do. All that shit she talking about, she ain't doing none of that shit. When that nigga come home and put that key in the motherfucking door, ain't no goddamn problems. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. You feel what I'm saying? See, I'm going to tell you something. A lot of you dudes that's running around here complaining and talking shit about Ray Ray and Pookie. The same way you were scared to fight. The same way you were scared to take that L. You also scared of this woman. You also scared of confrontation with this woman. And just like with that fight in school, just like with that fight in school, the moment everybody saw that you was not willing to fight, you was not willing to take your lumps, you was not willing to go toe-to-toe with a nigga, 
You ain't willing to freaking go at this woman in the proper motherfucking way. And because of that, just like everybody else saw that in school and then all of a sudden labeled you a punk and labeled you weak, so do these women. Because guess what? If he would have said, yeah, you right, she said, oh, shit. I got this nigga to co-sign that corny-ass shit I just said. Well, let me see what else I can do. And then the next time he co-signs some shit. Well, let me see what else I can do. Well, let me see what else I'm, I can do. See, a lot of you niggas ain't willing to say shit because you so afraid that your girl going to be in her feelings or be upset or some shit like that. And that's your problem. You terrified of conflict. You terrified of it. And, and unlike, and just the same way that Ray Ray and Pookie can see you and see that you terrified of conflict, women definitely see it. They definitely see it. But yo, let me, let me bring, let me bring my boy Cerulean in here. Excuse me. First, let me get my mic right. I'm going to bring Cerulean in here so we can get, so we can get the Ray Ray and Pookie on. Let's see. Cerulean, what's good, fam? Oh, greetings, esteemed angry man. <laughs> what's going on with you? We finally doing the Ray Ray and Pookie joint. <laughs> oh, oh, joy. Oh, joy. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's rather interesting because, you know, Saturday night I, I, I decided to uh, give up my spot. Mm-hmm. Um, one, cause I, I felt that a lot of the brothers that, uh, participated on a regular basis and supposedly watch BGS on a regular basis mm-hmm. would know the answers already to the shit that they were asked. Mm-hmm. You cannot sit there and tell me when you have an academic legend mm-hmm. on the platform with all of the material that BGS puts out by now, mm-hmm. you should be able to converse with an academic legend like Tia San Johnson. Yep. Yep. And I don't think that people really understand what Tia San Johnson really is. See, nah. see, when you talk about academic legend, mm-hmm. I'm an apostate. I've been in academia. Word. So when a brother comes out of academia, with a PhD, his master's degree, and he still retains his pro-blackness. Mm-hmm. Niggas being shocked and awe about that. Like, how the fuck did that happen? How did it happen? You got that shit right. No, I was in and shock. So, I... so is it, that's even more rarer than a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Or, or even a, a solar eclipse with a blue moon. Mm-hmm. Yep. It doesn't happen very often. Let's see. Last one we had was uh, Amos Wilson, uh, Dr. Claude Anderson. I mean, we can name them. Yep. On one hand. So when someone em. like Tiazan Johnson or a, a Dr. Tommy Curry mm-hmm. comes out of academia with their pro-blackness intact, it's like, wow. Yeah. You can, you can name them on one hand. You can name them on one hand. See, that's why. See, the fact that you and I recognize the value of that brother 
and wasn't wasting his time with bullshit questions speaks volumes. And the reason why it speaks volumes is because there's been numerous times I've referred to myself as a, as a Ray Ray and Pookie, and I know you have too. And oh yeah, you know I used to I used to be I used to be one. I used to be a Ray Ray and Pookie. Yeah, and and see out here just 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 living the bogus life, man. Just you just, know, just doing whatever the fuck you can do to 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 survive. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just just try to get it in. You feel me? And. You see, we had an interesting conversation on Discord one day. And we were talking about we were talking about Ray Ray and Pookie and how they pretty much got all of the women in the hood and they pretty much got free reign over the hood, with the exception of law enforcement. In some cases they still in some cases they got reign even with law enforcement. Um mm-hmm. and a lot of there was brothers who always come on YouTube and they're always talking about how we need to get rid of Ray Ray and Pookie. We need to purge them from the society. We need to do this. And and we were sitting there talking about it and, and you said some shit that was really profound. Either you said it or I said it. I can't remember. We was like, shit, Ray Ray and Pookie done already purged you niggas from the hood. They done ran you away. Exactly. Because w- one, one of the main consensus of a lot of so-called successful so-called upper uh, echelon Negroes mm-hmm. is that they should come back to the hood and purge the miscreants like Ray Ray and Pookie up out of it. But <laughs> therein lies the problem. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're saying you have to come back is symbolic and evidence that you've already been purged from it. Yep. yep. And it's not because <laughs> uh, Ray Ray and Pookie don't value education mm-hmm. that Ray Ray and Pookie value strength yeah he values strength over everything there's a such thing called standing on your own too mm-hmm. and standing on your, your nothing but your balls and your word mm-hmm. standing on your laurels standing on your on your means my principles mm-hmm. and even even to women those things are highly valued of course of course women women in women in here right now you know, see, and you know what? That's the funny thing. When I showed that video the other day, there was a chick up there. She was talking about how much she loved black men, but she she wouldn't date this type of black man, that type of black man. And it'll be them same chicks. Next time you see them, they'll be with old thugged out niggas. <laughs> You'd be like, wait a minute. She said she wasn't going. See, this is what a lot of guys don't realize. There's, there's a lot of you guys out here that's running around, and you have dedicated your entire life to doing the things that you've heard women say they want. But, but what you don't realize is women will say a lot of shit. They, they talk all the time. You know what I'm saying? They talk incessantly. In fact, I think I read somewhere that women use about 4,000 and some words a day. Men only use 2,000 and some. Women talk more than men. So a lot of times they're saying shit. Sometimes they're just talking to be talking. But you Negroes, let me check it out. Women want everything, but you can't be everything to everybody. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Instead of focus, instead of focusing on on your strengths, what happens is these Negroes end up just focusing on things that they think women want because they've heard it in passing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They want a, they want a man with a, with a lot of money. Pookie and Ray Ray ain't got a lot of money. Nope. Damn sure don't. Pookie and Ray, but Pookie and Ray Ray 
will stand up for him, though. Yep. Yep. Even now. Even he's, now when... He's, he's Ray Ray going to step on that square and they're going to box it the fuck out. Even even now, I'm I'm going to say this. Now, last night, there was a white guy. I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to promote him. But there's a white guy who has been really comfortable in black YouTube. And last night, he was going in on a black woman from YouTube. Not going to say her name either because I don't want to promote her either. But he was going in on it. And there was little, there was dudes, there was black guys in the chat room co-signing that shit. Let me tell you something. Ray Ray and Pookie would never co-sign a white guy going in on a black woman. I don't care what the woman did. And guess what? Most certainly not. Black women know that. Okay? Do you realize that? Black women know that. Ray Ray and Pookie still defend women with the ferocity that other races of men defend their women. Y'all don't get that. Y'all don't get that because you get in your feelings. You know, know, and it it goes even deeper than that because you have uh, 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 an adherent crowd, subculture of Negroes Mm -hmm. that are advocating for a black patriarchy. Uh Uh-huh. And the problem is, is that these niggas don't even think like patriarchs. No, they don't. And see, and here, and here's the issue. You have Negroes on one hand telling all of these young men the wrong shit. Don't deal with a woman with kids. Don't yeah. deal with a woman that does this. Don't tell them all the shit not to do. But those things are things that you must do in order to really think like a patriarch. For instance, a patriarch gives a fuck not about who the fucking kids came from, but the fact that those kids are a part of his community. Exactly. Exactly. He's responsible for all of them. He's responsible for all of them. Like, even when I was growing up, my pops was a pops to everybody in the fucking community that didn't have a pops. He was all hanging out. All my friends that didn't have fucking pops, pops was their fucking pops. Yep. 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 You're 100% right. That's like, and see, that's another thing. That is yet another thing that Ray Ray and Pookie will do. Ray Ray and Pookie will get into a relationship with a chick that already has kids by somebody else. And you know what? You know what most Ray Rays and Pookies would do? They'll actually treat the kid like it's their kid. They will. And, and, And see, a lot of you Negroes, you you done bought into to all of these ideologies that's on the internet, lock, stock, and fucking barrel. And what you don't realize is the majority of these ideologies do not are not conducive to community building. It's not. And see, you can sit there and say, well, these women made this mistake and this, that, and the third. Well, if you want to be a patriarch or you consider yourself the leader, you want a woman to be submissive to you, you can't be angry with her for making mistakes because that's what she gonna do you're and supposed there, to be and then there's the other there's the other conflict of interest one nature don't make no motherfucking mistakes exactly nature don't make no motherfucking mistakes and for the simple fact if you're sitting out here you talk about oh oh, oh this one made mistakes and they're sitting on her hip and talking about children the nigga you are the mistake Exactly. Not them, because nature don't make any mistakes. Exactly. The only mistakes is are those that were related to thinking. 
Exactly. Exactly. Look. Motherfuckers forget the biological imperative. The biological imperative of life is to create more life. Our our genetics, our cells scream it at us constantly to make new life. You feel what I'm saying? This is why dudes are so fucking horny. This is why dudes are so thirsty. This is why women are are, are the way they are. Like, yo, if you Negroes abstain from um, messing with women, let's say you get on straight monk, MGTOW style type shit. And you decide, let's say half of you black men, which it's almost half, 41% of you don't have children. If you decide, I'm just going to pump and dump. Guess what's going to happen? Evolution is going to take place and women's biology is going to be like, let me stay the fuck away from that group of men. And let me fuck with this group of men because this group of men is actually going to give me progeny. This group of men is actually going to give me a child. That's what you dumbass niggas don't understand. Like, if you wonder why women are not picking you, it's because you're putting off some shit that they can pick up on because they're better at fucking body language. They're better at knowing what your fucking intentions are. Well, we'll even go, going deeper than that. <laughs> the natural order of things states that, one, if you weren't qual- qualified to be the first, you must accept your role in life mm. and be that who comes behind. And what I mean by that, if she didn't fucking choose you, we, we go back to children's stories, right? Uh-huh. Name me a time in children's stories, any culture, any history, any time period of the fucking world in which the good guy does not get the girl. <laughs> it's never happened. It's never happened. It's not no, in the history of niggerdom, not in the history of whitedom, not in the hi- not in the history of no group of people on the planet in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. It's never happened. The good guy always gets the girl. So if you are not getting the girl, you're not the but good you're guy. You're a good guy. You're, you're not, not the good you're guy. You're not the good guy. You're not the like Who's yo. Your is the good guy. But but even I'll take it a step further because you know what. See, a lot of the technology we have and a lot of the things we have to distract us, we think that the world has changed, but really it hasn't. Our minds and the way we are structured is still based on nature, it's still based on certain instincts, it's still based on biology. So if you look at today's uh, uh, climate, if you're a man and you have a bunch of resources, you feel me, and really, to be truthfully honest, that that's not the indication of manhood. That is that is what white men have done because that's the only way they can really get women is to have resources because they don't have the other qualities. All right, but when you if you're a man and you got a shitload of resources, the women ain't picking you. They ain't choosing. You feel what I'm saying? And you're and you're and you don't even live in a neighborhood filled with the people that you are. You, guess what you are? You're a nomad. You're an outcast. Do you realize that? Do you realize if you have a pride of lions and a lion comes up as a cub and gets ran out of the fucking pride, I don't give a fuck if that lion is laid up like Simba was with Pumbaa and Timon with plenty of food to eat beside a fucking river 
whatever the fuck. The nigga's a nomad. He ain't shit. That's what you Negroes don't realize. The dude that the dude that is about his shit is the one that's still in the hood. He's still around his people. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you know, I, I said nature doesn't make any mistakes. And there was some guy that came on, uh, Megalodon said, well, if, if nature doesn't make mistakes, how are disabled people uh, <laughs> still born? Because nature would naturally correct that shit. If we didn't live in such a fucking society that enables the weak to survive. Exactly. 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 They would die off or some fucked up ass accident would happen to them. See, if if you, if we still lived in that time frame where nature really rules everything and we can't circumvent nature, uh, like a person who is uh, disabled would get eaten by some fucking animal because they wouldn't be fast enough to get away. (laughs) <laughs> okay like a lot of you niggas is running around here a lot of you motherfuckers is running around here weak as fuck and you just don't realize technology has allowed your motherfucking ass to still be here that that's all it is like if it wasn't for that you'd have been you'd have been gone because guess what and and even you know even with technology the way it is it still doesn't matter because at the end of the fucking day the majority of you niggas that stay complaining about shit Stay bitching and moaning about shit. And I said this last night. I said this last night in Discord. Right now, there are dudes that, you know, are older than me. They don't have any kids. And they they don't realize, like, yo, if you're not passing down your genes, if you're not passing down your legacy, once you're gone, you're you're erased from the earth. You're gone. Who's going to carry on your legacy? Who's going to, unless you're a nigga like Tupac and you that fucking famous, you feel what I'm saying? But how many times have people sit back and say, damn, it would have been awesome if Tupac would have had a son. And see, and that's not the only thing because humans are are so advanced is that we can actually uh, not only carry down our genes, we can carry down our ideology, our principles, our Mm -hmm. way of life. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's another way that, uh, you know, those 40% can actually survive. Yeah. By passing down some of those uh, cultural trinkets that they have, uh, skills that they have, um, a way of thought that they have. Mm-hmm. But they, but, but... And that is the reason why there is no success in the black community because, because success is a group property. It's not an individual one. There was no, there's no black success. There's not no, no true black success. Mm-mm. No, the true black success comes, the power comes from the collective of people. Yeah, and you, if you have people acting as individuals, you, you're not going to have any power. How? Just think of it like this: when you're building a house, right? Mm-hmm. Odd shaped, odd shaped bricks are thrown out. Mm-hmm. You can't use them for building material. Nope. And that's what happens with this individual mindset is that these people are odd shaped bricks, but they want to be treated like the normal bricks that are the good building material. Mm-hmm. And Pookie and Ray Ray are actually better building material because they're not sitting around and complaining about the problems that they're dealing with and incubated in. Yeah. They're, they're actually staying where they, they are and dealing with those issues. Yep. It was like just like uh, the other people. They're running away. They're, oh, I'm 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 leaving the hood. Fuck the hood. I, I I can't I can't be up in the hood with these niggas. 
Yeah. Well, those niggas are, are the ones who give you power. That's your constituency. Mm-hmm. And if you leave them, you can't expect for uh, you to uh, enjoy or uh, take part in the things that are offered, say, by Keisha, you know, big booty Keisha from around the corner, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> like, you, you, you are going to be outcast, even by the women. Yep. Because the women have already seen the weakness in you. Like, oh, you're going to you're going to leave the hood. You're going to, you know. Uh, leave us down here to struggle. Well, fuck you, then don't 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 come back and expect to get no pussy. Exactly. <laughs> the nigga don't think you gonna come creeping back up in this motherfucker and 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 get some and get some goodies and get some treats, nigga. That shit don't happen like that. You know what I'm saying? To to the victor go the spoils. And and yo, it 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 really boils down to manhood. It really does. Like a lot of these dudes, they really thinking because they've accomplished. A certain amount when it comes to academia, when it comes to uh, their careers, they think that's all they have to do. That's not all you have to do, fam. It's not. Oh, let's get, let's, let's 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 dig into that. You <laughs> see, because see, women are very perceptive. It's one of their, um, it's one of their, uh, uh better traits, mm-hmm. right? So you have. Men being incubated in a westernized school system that is gynocentrically controlled, and uh, the head of which is a white woman, which is why you see a lot, a good number of them desire non-black women, mm-hmm. right? And what happens is uh, you see these people are the ones that uh, more closely uh, uh, relate to white men than than black men. Mm-hmm. And, and black women are very perceptive to this. White men are perceived as kind of weak. They're kind of passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they 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 don't have the uh, the, the the desirability. They, uh, the masculinity isn't there. Mm-hmm. You see, you put a you put a, a for instance a black bodybuilder next to a white one. Yeah. Black one's always gonna look more masculine. Yeah, yeah. You see, and then on top, then on top of that, you 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 put Pookie and Ray Ray next to the Negro that was incubated in upper society. Mm-hmm. You see, she's gonna relate to the Pookie and Ray Ray because he's there. Yeah. And 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 old boy from upper society is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so because Pookie and Ray Ray sticks sticks in the hood. They deal with the issues in the hood. They're more desirable, especially yeah. when it comes to like the drug dealer who they all seem to have a problem with, right? Yeah. They have a problem with the drug dealer, but look at the desirability of a drug dealer. This is a guy who's had um, a bunch of bullshit dumped on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, society has locked him out of the economy. Mm-hmm. And he has taken the bullshit that has been dumped on him and he has made something out of it. Yep. This this actually sends a signal to women that no matter what predicament, financial or otherwise, that he's put in, that this thing is gonna be able to make a way out of no way. Yeah. Whereas the guy from upper society, he loses his job, he doesn't know what to do. He's fucked. He's fucked. Like he he and Pookie and Ray Ray know what to do. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. But the guy from upper society that's supposed to be quote unquote educated doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. 
So who is she? Who who is she expected to choose? A person that doesn't know what to do whenever his back is against the corner, or uh, a, a guy who knows exactly what to do when his back is against a corner. Mm-hmm. Like you heard the brother in the video say <laughs> he got a contingency for the contingency for the contingency. Mm-hmm. You lock the <laughs> you lock the door. What the fuck you mean? I, I go through the window. Yep. I'm gonna lock the window. Like, oh, you lock the window? What the fuck you mean? I'm gonna kick that motherfucking door down. <laughs> you gonna have to pay for the door. Man, fuck that. I'll go and buy buy another door. I can get money. <laughs> like, you gonna waste the money? Oh, what the, the fuck you mean? I'm gonna steal the motherfucker. Yep. So I don't have to waste money. So he's got an answer for everything. You cannot you cannot back him into the corner like that. Mm-mm. So even if his back is into the corner, he's going he's gonna quote unquote, like the guy in the video said, do what he has to do. Exactly. To get what he has to get. Exactly. And 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 if and just like he said to her, if I'm going out here doing what I gotta do to get what I gotta get and I'm coming home, shut the fuck up. And what what did she do? She shut up. That's where the video is. Really think about it. When you really think about it, <laughs> see 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 money money is not power. Mm-hmm. Even though society has basically led people to believe that money is power. Money does not equal power. People are power. White people understand this. Yeah. Uh, every other group understands this, that people are power. And therefore, uh, if you see with, the, with white people, they, they protect even their, 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 their lowest dregs of society. Mm-hmm. Right? Black people, we don't protect our lowest dregs of society. No. Nah. No, we no. we busy throwing throwing our lowest dregs of society under the bus, while white people they take their lowest dregs of society and they use them as a power base. Yeah, and you know what? Here's here's a prime example of of, of what you were talking about with with money. Um, let's say for argument's sake, one of the guys who comes on YouTube all the time that makes six figures, makes a lot of money. That guy that is, you know, educated, intelligent, all of those different things, but not really, he don't really mess with the hood like that. He can't go to a neighborhood in Los Angeles that's hood. He can't just show up there. He can't go there in a fucking Maserati, hop out the car and say, hey, what's going on, guys? And and expect to be safe. And expect to be safe. He can't. But, but... You take somebody like 50 Cent, who's a millionaire, multimillionaire. There were some guys in Los mm-hmm. Angeles said when he came through there one time, they were shocked because the nigga pulled up in a fucking drop top, whatever the fuck, foreign, super expensive car and hopped out the goddamn car. What's going on? What's good, y'all? He was by himself. As a matter of fact, we, we you know, and, and it's so funny because a lot of these guys who are really uh, covert simps mm-hmm. and running their mouth and telling, oh, you shouldn't simp, and they're telling you this. If you know, if you get married, you're a simp. If you date a woman with kids, you're a simp. Mm-hmm. And that's not what a that's not what a simp is. No, See, not. a lot of these dudes is telling telling Negroes, telling Negroes, especially these young men, the wrong shit all the way around, telling them everything wrong. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I have a working definition for 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 what a simp is. Mm-hmm. Or what a simpleton is, or what a sympathetic man is. Mm-hmm. A, a simp is a man that places the needs of his penis before all other important issues, including his own functionality. Ooh, 
That you know what? That is by far the best fucking definition I have ever oh, heard. Oh, there's there's three parts to that definition. Oh shit. <laughs> Number two, even going so far as to risk his own safety, embarrassment, and even his very livelihood to satisfy sexual urges. Mm. Number three, furthermore in this abstract, will allow women to dictate and orchestrate that risk at the expense of himself if he believes that it will earn him the opportunity to have sex with said women. Dang. Now, this is such a this is a man who is such a simpleton mm. that he can think no further than the tip of his penis. Mm. Right? His his desire for sexual attention and gratification outweighs the needs of all other priorities of known manhood. Mm. And when measured against principle, pleasure will always be his top priority, even if his health, finances, image, reputation, legacy, or physical well-being of himself or others in his immediate vicinity suffer as a result. Mm. Mm. Now we now when we take those when we take those three primary definitions. We take those three primary definitions. What mm. do you hear a lot of these niggas complaining about? Pussy. <laughs> and it, it, it's pussy. Pussy. So is is pussy a priority to manhood? Hell the fuck. No, no. it is not. Hell the fuck no. No, it is not. So if pussy is not a priority to manhood, yes? Yep. Why is pussy always the first thing on these niggas' brains? Why couldn't I? Why couldn't I get laid in high school? That's really what I heard from that Mike Vincent kind. And I have nothing against Mike Vincent. Yeah, that's I've what I heard like too. That's what I heard too. That's that's what I got from that definition. That's that's what that's what I got from that uh, explanation. See, see, see. We talked about placing the, the 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 needs of his penis before all other important issues, including mm-hmm. his own functionality. Mm-hmm. You're functioning as a as a man. You're scared to get your fucking hands dirty. Mm-hmm. You're scared to, to 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 knuckle up with other men. So you you're scared of adversity and you're scared of conflict. Mm-hmm. So you try to go about your life and expecting not to run into any conflict, even expecting so much as for you to be able to insult people without somebody putting their hands on. You. Yep. 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 And see, we talk about risking their own safety, embarrassment, their livelihood. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what you see all the time with brothers that come from high earning backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And they go and get all of the things that they think women want. Mm-hmm. They make themselves a target. You yep. hear it all the time in, in passing. When a, when, a, when, a, when a nigga get paid on payday, they go and pull out a, 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 a band just to pay for an Arizona iced tea. <laughs> I ain't never bought no motherfucking drink for no chick in my life. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> I have never bought a drink for a chick in my life, and I've gotten plenty of pussy in my lifetime. That's real talk. <laughs> See? And allow and allow women to orchestrate and dictate that failure. 
<laughs> that embarrassment. Right? And what mm-hmm. am I saying by that? Why, why did you feel the need to become a high earner? Because you thought that the primary function of a man had only to do with providing finances or providing some kind of resources. Uh oh. That's not all a man is. Uh oh, we got we got a couple we got a couple guys in the damn chat room that's trying to contest what we saying. Hold on, let, let's see who it is. Char Willie said, okay. Uh she said we may need to open up the phone lines for Blue Man and Don Calypso to speak with Cerulean. Oh, Zidane in here caping for caping for the corny niggas that's complaining about pussy. Let's see. He says Cerulean. Is it solely a guy who seeks to satisfy his sexual urges or seeking validation f- from female attention? He also said, uh, well, "Well, let's let's examine let's examine that Don Calypso. Let let, let me play the Calypso organ for you." <laughs> yes. Is it solely? Yes, it, yes, it's solely because that's the only thing that you complain about when you complain about women. Why are why are these women uh, procreating with women that you? that you, in your own shallow judgment of character, deem as lower than you. One, if, if you are a man and you deem another man as lower than you, you are already of low character to begin with. Mm. True. True. Now, hold on. He, he... What's, the, what's another one? See, we're going to play. We, we, we can play. We can play the Calypso organ a little longer. He said, he said, if it was all about the needs of their penises, wouldn't they just seek a prostitute or escort? Oh, yeah. Some of you do that anyway. Mm-hmm. But see, there is that there is that emptiness within you. You see, so a lot of you still buy prostitutes and you still buy gold girls and what or whatever they call them nowadays, thoughts mm-hmm. and what have you, and you still complain about it. Why? Because you can't keep them. Because you already know that this woman who is a prostitute is not good material to plant your seed in. Yeah, not to mention the fact, not to mention the fact that if it was just about, uh, since you say if it's just about sexual validation with the penis or whatever, why don't they just get go get prostitutes? So I guess what you're saying is, why wouldn't these guys get prostitutes and be satisfied with that? It's because when you get a prostitute and you pay for that bitch, you know Ray Ray and Pookie ain't paying. That's why. <laughs> yeah, because she, see, she charged you for the services. Mm-hmm. But she's going to give them services to Pookie and Ray Ray free of charge. Why? Because Ray Ray and Pookie represent all of the uh, uh, the, the symbols of masculinity that she's accustomed to, and you don't, and therefore you must pay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's kind of like a. It's like it's kind of like a. It's kind of like a company that manufactures a product, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm a manufacturer of product and I got dealers all around the city. Mm-hmm. If there's a problem with those products that that they're selling, who do they come back to? Like, say for instance, I'm 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 I'm, uh, I'm Samsung. Mm-hmm. My phones are sold in Verizon stores. Mm-hmm. And that that product has a defect. Do I take that shit back to Verizon? No, nah, you got. If it has a defect, no, that shit gotta go back to Samsung. 
Pookie and Ray Ray or Samsung. You niggas are just Verizon. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you just selling you just selling the shit. You just selling masculinity. Pookie and Ray Ray make the masculinity. They manufacture it. They manufacture it. <laughs> like straight up and down. <laughs> they manufacture that shit. Like real talk, man. God damn. <laughs> you see this plastic masculinity that you see being uh, purported by the so-called quote-unquote high upper earning black men is all an illusion. Mm. And you know it's all an illusion because they're complaining about it. Mm. Yep. You see, because you see, see, if it wasn't an illusion, you wouldn't have a complaint about the shit. <laughs> Big nephew said, "Can you hear me now?" <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> God damn! I, I, you know what? We look. I, that's why I named it Pookie's Pookie and Ray Ray's Revenge. I knew it was gonna get like that. Cause look, here's here's the here's the problem. Here's the problem. Cause it's cool. It's cool to come on here and talk shit about Ray Ray and Pookie. Cause we know the internet is not filled with Ray Ray and Pookie. You feel what I'm saying? So you get up here and you talk shit about Ray Ray and Pookie. But see, here's where the problem comes in, guys. The shit you say here on the internet. If you are not willing to get off the internet, go down to your local hood. And see Ray Ray or Pookie standing on the corner chilling, doing what they do. If you're not willing to walk up to Ray Ray and Pookie and say that to their damn face, you do not represent the pinnacle of manhood. And there women see it. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, well, let's expand this conversation. Because right. we talked about this before. In the white community, there's a Pookie and Ray Ray, but he's not called Pookie and Ray Ray. Mm-hmm. What's he He's called? called? Bubba and Jim Bob. Bubba and Jim Bob. <laughs> Bubba and Jim Bob. You see, you, you didn't understand why you seen Bubba and Jim Bob walk around all unkempt with the, uh, you know, cigarettes rolled up in one sleeve, the sleeves probably torn off of a flannel and shit. Yeah. Wearing the old raggedy hat. But Bubba and, and, and Jim Bob, they know how to fish, hunt, and do all the other great shit, skin the animal. Mm-hmm. If the fall of society actually happened, Jim Bob and Bubba are some niggas you want on your team. And, yep. and I know I know a lot of you hate to say that because a lot of you don't like white folk. Yeah, we, <laughs> I'm not too fond of them myself, but Bubba and Jim Bob are some real-ass niggas. Yep. They actually realer than a lot of you niggas that attend upper education. Yep. That's like that's like uh, uh, the movie uh, Zombieland. When a truck got stolen and he went to this house and there was a there was a, a H2 Hummer and he opened up the back and there was some there was a blanket. He pulled the blanket back and it was a bunch of fucking semi-automatic weapons. He said, Thank God for rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Somebody on the test said, Oh, it's better to be rich. No, it's yeah, not. Riches are, riches, are, riches are temporary. Yeah, no, it's not. I would rather, let me tell you something. I would rather have my masculinity at, at, at what it is, meaning I can walk around this motherfucker. Only person, I, you know the only people I worry about when I walk around this bitch is the police. 
That's it. I I take a guy if I'm mad about some shit, I walk out the goddamn house. Guess who else worries about the police? Who? Bubba and Jim Bob. Yep. Yep. But you know what? If I'm mad, I will roll out this bitch three in the morning for a goddamn stroll to get some air. I ain't worried about nobody fucking with me. You feel what I'm saying? And see, here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. You can be rich, but if you don't have that other thing, you're going to be a fucking victim. Why you think you got niggas out here that's super rich and all of a sudden, just out the blue, they start claiming blood and crip? It's because the oh, bloods oh, and crips... Even going... <laughs> <laughs> right, and even going further than that, <laughs> why do you think you have multi-millionaires, multi-billionaires, Mm-hmm. They start messing with a woman, they marry you, they like her, and the wife starts sleeping with the security guard. Mm. Mm-hmm. The wife starts mm-hmm. sleeping with the henchman. She starts sleeping with the gardener. She starts sleeping with the motherfucker that know how to work with his hands because guess what? That's another sign of masculinity. Yep. Yep. Cause look. She work, she's going she go sleep with the mechanic. She go sleep she go sleep with somebody else who is not the nigga who's got all the riches. And how many times have you, how many times have you seen, how many times have you seen a rich nigga that's this in the entertainment industry get ran out of somebody's hood? Why that money didn't stop him from getting ran up out the hood? See, I I won't, I wouldn't give a fuck about money if I can't go where I want to go and do what I want to do. What difference did it make if you got money, if you got to worry about a motherfucker robbing you? You got to worry about a motherfucker. See, here's the thing. A lot of motherfuckers think money is power, just like Cerulean said, just like you said earlier. A lot of motherfuckers think money is power. But see, here's the thing about it. Once you rise with money, if you don't have power to go along with it, your money is in danger of being taken in some way, shape, or form. You're going to become a victim. And guess what? The higher you go on the money scale, the more sinister, the more thugged out, the more motherfucking uh, 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 fierce it is when it comes to power. Right. And, and you know, Jim, uh, uh, Big Nephew said street niggas buy pussy. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but you don't see them complaining about it either, do you? <laughs> you, you don't know, see them being ruled by it, do you? Nah, street niggas, see, there's a difference. There's a difference, uh, Big Nephew, and I'm going to break it down for you, Okay. Lame niggas pay prostitutes for pussy. Street niggas pay prostitutes to leave. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a huge you ain't difference. Paying her to stick around. Exactly. <laughs> all There's a huge difference. <laughs> if you can figure that out, if you can, if you, if any of you niggas can figure that out, you can figure out what the difference is. You a real nigga. <laughs> Oh, my God. See, you know, the, the, the lames, they pay for the pussy to spend the weekend at the house. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You see, street niggas, they pay the pussy to be up and out that motherfucker in, uh, you know, half hour. Mm-hmm. Straight to bus off and, and going about their goddamn business. <laughs> they fucking got time, man. They ain't got time, for real. But yeah, man, this shit, oh my God. Hold on, what is this up here? 
said the hood is scary. Damn straight, the hood is scary. If you ain't, let me tell you something. You know what used to be scary too? Motherfucking uh, the dark, the the boogeyman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, actually, the hood, ain't, the hood ain't that scary. You just, it's just see, it's only scary to motherfuckers who can't relate to it. Yeah, true. You see, when you can't relate to something, mm-hmm. it, it it fosters a fear within you. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why a lot of these dudes have so many complaints about black women. It's because they can't relate to them, so it fosters a fear. And they think that they have to answer that fear with ventriolic rhetoric. Mm-hmm. You see? It's kind of like that. It's like it's kind of like their security blanket. You, you ever seen like kids? You know when they're scared of the dark and they think a boogeyman's in the closet. Mm-hmm. They put their head up under the blanket. Mm-hmm. That's what they do with this vitriolic rhetoric that they use. Mm-hmm. That's their security blanket. It's just like religion. Mm. See, if there was really a motherfucker in the closet, a blanket is not going to stop that motherfucker. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Facts. And because it can't deal with deal with black women the same way you deal with white women or any other women, which makes her unique. And it's so it's so funny how you have so many of these Negroes talk about how they want to be original. You yeah. have an original woman. Yeah. That every every other woman There's, every other woman every is trying other to mimic. Wants. Every other every other man wants your woman, and every other woman is trying to mimic her. Straight up and down. Every other every other woman wants what she got. Exactly. Including that's, you, Negro. Because exactly. she got you. Exactly. And that's why whenever, That's why you see these white women sniffing around niggas, and I always found it strange. <laughs> Yo, why you take? See, I like to I like to examine how how white women when they get the sniffing around niggas, you you get to see how they are treated in their own community. They're always cutting in on the lowest end of the totem pole yep. in their own community, and that's the reason why they sniff around niggas. Yep. yep, is because they are not they are not highly desired in their own community. It don't matter how much you think she's pretty. See, white community they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You, you see, you see these white girls now scrubbing their Facebook, scrubbing all of their social media of pictures that they're featured uh, Negroes in them, mm-hmm. <laughs> because because the white because they know that the white man sees you in a picture with a nigga, he's thinking in his mind you probably fucked. Mm-hmm. And 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 to to address what Brandon Carr said, he said besides the besides the weave, let me tell you something, the weave thing. That's something that's something that the black women do. That that's an insecurity that they got to deal with. Niggas don't give a fuck about that shit. We, and, we don't let me care. Keep, Real let me, niggas let me don't keep, care let me about keep that. Keep it 100. Shit. One, one. That's not even our fight. Exactly. That is not even black men's fight. That exactly. is something that only black women can deal with. Yep. Exactly. Right? Right? It's just like how we how we expect uh, our manhood to be respected. We tell black women, that's not your fight. That's not your place to be yep. telling uh, a, a grown ass man what a real man is. Exactly. Exactly. And then, therefore, with the in, in in return, it's not your place 
as a man to be addressing low priority shit like weave hair, nails, and makeup. Exactly. It's low priority. That's low priority to a man because a, a, a man, for one, is a builder. Mm-hmm. You ain't built the fucking infrastructure needed to support her. Mm-hmm. You ain't built the infrastructure uh, needed to get her from up under the system of oppression that we call the welfare state. Mm-hmm. And let, so you must work within the in the boundaries of what you have. And let's not even get it twisted, because a lot of you niggas don't know anything because you, you, you're so fucking, as much as you claim to be educated, you're so uneducated. If, if you knew anything, you would know this is not the first time women have done that. In ancient Egypt, women used to cornrow their hair and put a wig on top of it. This ain't no new shit. They've been doing that shit. They've been fucking doing that. In this day and age, They some of them may do it because they're trying to look like white women or whatever, but that's only because they 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 follow that myth of white womanhood. But, that, but like Cerulean said, that ain't our fucking fight. That's their own little personal issues they got to deal with. Like, why the fuck you give a fuck about a woman's wig? Like, why why you really care about that shit? I mean, it's, it's, it's low priority, right? Like, the only way that you should care about whether or not a black woman is wearing a weave or wearing makeup or, or, or any of that, right? Uh-huh. Is if you actually provide an alternative that prevents her from using that or preventing her from wanting to use that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you haven't even inspired the culture to an extent to where a black woman doesn't need to wear a weave because she looks at her had her own natural hair as the pinnacle of beauty. Mm-hmm. And because you haven't fostered that, you, these Negroes think they need to uh, 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 respond to them wearing weave with a bunch of, again, ventriolic rhetoric. Mm-hmm. That's loaded with, with, with insulting and condescending remarks about hair weave makeup and nails that they consume now what should be even now what should be your uh, priority as far as that conversation even even goes is how you can take control and take hold of that which she consumes Mm -hmm. you see the industries that provide the hair nails makeup weaves and so forth Mm mm-hmm and then the, the idea is to set the trend to where you start limiting those things. So you want to start putting out uh, imagery and so forth that says, this is your natural hair. This is beautiful. See, when you control what she consumes and you have the ability to restrict it and pull it back to where she starts naturally going the direction you want her to go, then that's the only time that you can really say. Yeah. That oh I got a problem with, with weave because well you didn't buy this weave from a black vendor, mm-hmm. but you don't have a lot of black weave vendors, do you? Nope. Nope. You don't have a, a lot of black uh, beauty supply chains, do you? Nope. You don't have a lot of uh, black-owned nail salons, hair salons, and so forth, now do you? Nope. Now we got more barber shops than we have uh, nail salons. Why is that? See, see, see! You ever find it, find it, find it interesting when black men need a haircut? We know where to go. Oh yeah, we know exactly where to go. When black women need a hairdresser, they gotta find a motherfucker. Yep. And yep. so, unless you you offer the 
uh, infrastructure required, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, supplies that which he consumes. You don't really have a complaint about uh, hair weave, net makeup, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's not really our fight. I mean, on a micro level, sure, like you're dealing with a one, you might say, "Oh, I don't like you know why you got why you got to have all these damn makeups. You got ten palettes already, or, or shit like that." Yeah. But it's, it, it, it being uh, uh, empathetic, not sympathetic, but empathetic. Yeah. Like I, this is only a fight that she can that she can actually fight. It's not a fight you can win. Yeah, that's why that's why I have never done a video talking about why black women shouldn't wear weave, and I never will do a video talking about why black women shouldn't wear weave. But I will do a video about why a bunch of you motherfucking niggas need to quit whining about the pussy you can't get. I will do videos about that because that's my fight. My fight is trying to figure out why the fuck. You grown-ass men keep on making all kinds of excuses. And let's face it. Let's just keep it all the way funky. You're just trying to make excuses to excuse yourself from motherfucking manhood. That's all it is. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. Don Calypso just wrote in the chat yet again. He said, Cerulean Gray, do you know if it's true that blacks were deliberately shut out of the weave and beauty supply market when black men tried to set up such businesses. Yes, I do know that. And do you do you, do you want to know how that happened? It happened because of black folks' political fucking laziness. That's mm-hmm. just a reality. Because those things were policies that we could fight that would protect the black business sector, and we did not. Instead, we were up in arms, and we were up in arms about why women did this, and why women do this, and why... Why, why black men, women so uh, uh, aggressive? Mm-hmm. Yep. When you should have been fighting those legislations that locked us out so, of businesses. So let which me, is why black businesses right now are few and far in between. So so let me so let me ask you a question, Sarula. I'm gonna ask you this question because I really I really want to get Negroes pissed off and thinking. So I'm gonna ask you this question. A lot of black women complain and argue and talk shit about black men's lack of leadership. Mm -hmm. Considering the fact that a lot of our most educated will leave the fucking hood and, and basically they'll leave the fucking hood and don't look back. Is there any validity to these women's arguments? There absolutely is. Mm. Because because see whenever whenever you have your your high earners mm-hmm. whenever you have your, your your upper educated whenever they leave mm-hmm. you you are actually giving them the sense of uh, of abandonment right you you're, you're actually abandoning the community mm. and see how can she validate you whether sexually mentally, spiritually, or what have you, if you abandon the community during the time that she needed leadership. Mm. And, and I have a question for Don Calypso, if you're still in the chat room. I'm, I'm, I'm really feeling like inviting you onto Discord so you can be part of this discussion because you, you seem to have a lot to say 
and I'm really, I'm really interested. Like, I know why I talk and defend Ray Ray and Pookie, because I used to be a Ray Ray and Pookie, okay? And I understand why they do the shit that they do. But you seem to constantly defend and fight for guys who are more on the MGTOW side and, and things of that nature. But you a married man. Explain to me why wh- wh- where, why you have a dog in this fight. I, want, I really want to know that. I want to understand why, why you have such a dog in this fight. Go ahead, Cerulean. We're going to wait for him to respond. Well, that is a... That unless if uh, he couldn't duck the cuck, <laughs> and, you know, and that's not sending a shout out. I'm just speaking as a matter of fact. <laughs> I hope that ain't true, man. I hope that ain't true, man. Don Calypso, tell me, tell me you could, tell me you ducked the cuck, man. Tell me, I need to know, man. Tell me you was able to duck the cuck. Let's see, don't have a dog in this fight, so to speak. God damn, I'll I tell you what. <laughs> if you don't have a dog in this fight, I can't tell. Every time in Cerulean, you've noticed it too. And 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 everybody else in here that has been in here, you guys have noticed. Every time I talk about a topic like this, Don Calypso be going hard like he's the defense attorney for, for the dudes I'm talking about. <laughs> well, here's, here's, here's the thing, right? <laughs> see, see, you're not... <laughs> I'll put it this way, right? Um, nobody really cares about gun violence uh-huh. until one of their family members gets shot. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Now follow me. See, see, nobody really cares about cuckolding until they get blank. they get cuckolded. <laughs> <laughs> this is a simple line of logic and because humans are herd creatures we're naturally designed to not really uh, or, or to be apathetic towards anything that does not affect us personally mm-hmm. oh shit who's that brother xavier What's good, man? What's good? What's going on, brother Xavier? Oh, esteemed Xavier. We, 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 hey, what's going on, brother Cerulean? We, I don't know if you were listening, but we're in here. Yeah, I just, I just popped up just now. Caught the last few minutes. Okay, we, we in here defending Ray Ray and Pookie, and and basically, you well more than anything, we're defending manhood, and in the fact that a lot of these guys are trying their best to escape manhood, and they're using Ray Ray and Pookie as their scapegoat. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, back in the day, I mean, I was raised, I was raised by uh, a silverback gorilla of a father, <laughs> but I still, but I still ended up being a pseudo quasi quasi Pookie and Ray Ray. Right. You know, I had to uh, kind of grow out of that and fall back on, you know, the teachings of the silverback. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably why I'm not dead on crack in a penitentiary or paralyzed by some policeman's bullet by now. Word. Um, I, too, I defend them, too. Now, don't get me wrong. I got my issues with the Ray Rays and the Pookies. But at the same time, I will defend them, too. And not only will I defend them, I also hire them. Yeah. I mean, for for brothers to kind of just, you know, ground them into the ground, I think they're judged somewhat harshly. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think they judged him way too harshly. Now they they deserve some judgment. Now, don't get me wrong, they deserve some judgment. Well, but I believe, cause we all de- deserve some judgment, cause we all fuck up. Well, here's here's the thing about it, and and, and I'm pretty sure Cerulean will agree with this. Um, if anybody has a right to criticize Ray Ray and Pookie, it's you, because you're actually giving Ray Ray and Pookie an alternative. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it, and and that's that's exactly. really yeah that's that's the biggest thing. Like if you're gonna say, well, Ray Ray and Pookie shouldn't deal crack, Ray Ray and Pookie shouldn't do this, Ray Ray and Pookie shouldn't do that, you got to be able to offer Ray Ray and Pookie an alternative. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these guys they're talking about Ray Ray and Pookie, but they're not offering an alternative. And really, to be truthfully honest, they're talking about Ray Ray and Pookie because. In the back of their mind, they know Ray Ray and Pookie represent a level of masculinity that they haven't reached yet. Will never reach, more than likely. Mm-hmm. They will probably never reach it. Well, yeah, in nature, in in, in nature, um, <laughs> there's there is certain, for instance, in a, in a lion's pride. Mm-hmm. Not everyone in that lion's pride is going to have mating rights mm. you yep. see and, and, and what has happened is you have some dudes that just want that just want to deny their natural station in life mm. you're designed to be a cuck you're gonna be a cuck <laughs> I mean, and that's just the reality and i and, I, and, and you know it, it, this this actually is hurting me more than it hurts you <laughs> yeah it does I mean, it actually hurts me it actually hurts me more than it hurts you to say it to you this way it does you're designed to be the omega you're designed to clean up the slop and clean up the mess that the alphas made that's just it you if you were a dishwasher that's what you do you wash the dishes that other people eat off of and and mess up yep and then what happens is a bus boy was the beta males they bring you the dishes to clean yeah yep I think I think you I think you're absolutely right, brother Cerulean. You're absolutely right. Some people just can't uh, they, they just can't get their heads wrapped around their own station in life. I mean, it's good to have aspirations. I mean, I'm all for that hip hip parade, slow clap. But uh, some people, you're just stuck where you are. Uh, that's just what it is. I mean, continue to aspire. Who knows? Maybe one day you can you can achieve uh, uh, that goal that you that you are so fond of. But you know, you're not going to achieve it by uh, trying to dissuade the people who are already there. I well, should say. Well, here's the funny thing. Um, I, I was actually on. Uh, I was on Obsidian's radio blog talk radio show a, a couple years back. And he had Turd Flinging Monkey on there. Now, there were a few guys that said, yo, Turd Flinging Monkey threw a couple low shots at Angry Man and he, was, he wasn't he was quick enough to pick up on it. I did pick up on it. But there's a reason why I didn't get in his ass. There's a reason why, because he played himself. And see, if you were an alpha, those guys that said that, if you were an alpha, you would know how he played himself. Because we were talking about... Uh, society and the way uh, women behave and in reference to feminism. And we started going into what would happen if there were less men because of a war or something that would cause their behavior to shift back to being a lot more submissive because there would be a lack of, of men. 
And I said, I would like it. I would like that because then it would end up in a situation where where a man would really be able to have his pick of, of women or this, that, and the third. And he was like, well, I wouldn't like that. And I didn't realize at that moment why he was saying it until a little bit after he said it. I said, oh, I forgot. You're a beta male. You wouldn't like that. You wouldn't hey, like that. Hey, what's up, fellas? I forgot, I forgot oh, about that. This is Steve Panthro. What's going on, bro? Oh, my God. Oh my, oh, my God. I hate it when people make up those fucking sounding like a bunch of elitist curmudgeons. Well, Pookie and Ray Ray. Well, guess what? I'm going to tell you something. This is what I specialize in. I specialize in the preventions of Pookies and Ray Rays because I mentor motherfuckers, okay? Word. So guess what? How many motherfuckers could say I gave a bunch of wrestlers summer jobs to do what? Coach junior league wrestlers and also get coached by Olympic and cadet world champions. Not only, no. not only that, not only that, but I would argue, uh, uh, Officer Panthro, that you also <laughs> make sure that Pookie and Ray Ray in their natural habitat at their height of masculinity it doesn't get too out of hand in the hood, and you make sure that they're not cutting up too motherfucking much. <laughs> see, the, see, the reason why Pookie and Ray Ray respects me is because I'm I'm fluent in Pookieism. Because you, you know why? Because, you are, because Pookie. <laughs> you are a Pookie. Because you gotta understand, a beta male would cry and call for backup, even though I'm not gonna say you don't need backup in certain situations. Mm-hmm. But you should be able to stand your ground when you're challenged, because everybody see people don't understand. Those who those who think they're alpha are going to challenge to see their place in the world. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that every man in the world, whether he's black, white, polka dot, straight, gay, and in between, from this planet to the next, represent. They all respect power. Mm-hmm. I had dudes come up to me and be like, "I'm gonna knock your ass out," <laughs> and I said, "You know what?" When me and my best friends of the last 20 years get in dispute, we get the gloves on and hammer it out. Mm-hmm. So what do you think I'm going to do to a motherfucker I don't even like? <laughs> and he backs, and he he's like, every time I come closer, he's backing away. Then the motherfucker the next day apologizes, and he's like, man, I'm sorry, I was drunk, and I had to show people. I said, motherfucker, fuck you for life. Next motherfucking time you challenge me, I'm going to beat you in the ground like a ten spike. Hey, wh- and I'm like this. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I don't know about you, Charles, but where I, where I come from, th- this is how it goes down. Two men get into an argument, and they toe-to-toe get ready to fight, and one guy jumps in the middle and say, hey, fellas, we can talk about this. Usually, we will slap him out of the way, like, man, get your ass out of the damn way, and then go back to what it was we were doing. <laughs> Exactly. Like two of my wrestlers came up, came came with beefing, and they were like, "Man, one's fourteen, one's sixteen. Mm-hmm. and they like, "Man, I'm about to bang you." For those of you who don't speak fluent Baltimorean, "bang" means to hit extremely hard. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like this. All right, you little. This is actually doing profit of thoughts. Uh, doing profit of thoughts. Uh, uh podcast. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, you two motherfuckers get down in the living room and y'all better be in push-up position when I get the fuck down in. Mm-hmm. So my nephew was in the background dying laughing. 
he was like, man, I forgot how much you used to be a dick. <laughs> he was like, he was like, man, you made him do push-ups for like two hours straight. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. I said, guess what? You know, I'm the Frankie Beverly of this motherfucking maze. I'll fuck up something in my house. That's my hard-earned money. So they doing squats and they sitting on the chair. I said, see, the problem is beta males don't understand conflict and how conflict can bring about change. They're the guys who 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 in the background trying to make so why they can't hold up to other men. Now, guess what? We love beta males because y'all take the women we love out to eat when we don't have the money. Say it again. <laughs> y'all don't want to make them feel pretty. And I'm like this, guess what? Like I had to tell my nephew when he was like, I'm a king. I said, how? Oh, what do you yeah. rule? I said, you live with me. I'm training you to be a king. I said, I'm not knocking you. Guess what? I played the prince role. There's nothing wrong with being the prince. You know, but T'Challa was, he was the heir apparent. He was being groomed for the role to be king. A lot of people don't like to have that role because they think they're supposed to start out the motherfucking gate ruling everything. And all you want to do is make a situation more desperate and more dire. Yeah. Guess what? People don't give a fuck about your money. They don't give a fuck about what you buy them. They don't give a fuck about what you say. People will always remember you or how you make them feel. Yeah. Yeah. Money money is not money is not a deciding factor. Like if, if you if you got a shitload of money, yeah, chicks are gonna mess with you because you got money because that that provides something for them for the moment. But so far as that primal urge, like it I'll give you a prime example of the type of shit alphas can do. I remember um, I was at my mother's house. I think I was like 18 or something like that. And my sister and her boyfriend was getting ready to go out somewhere. And this chick that went to school with my sister, she was there. And they were like, we should all go on a double date. The only problem was the the chick that was my sister's friend, She was she had a boyfriend. And she was like, well... And I know the guy because I went to school with the guy. He was a basketball jock and all of that shit. And she was like, well, I'm supposed to go out with such and such with my boyfriend. I was like, who's your boyfriend? She's like, oh, he's he's such and such. The moment she said his name, I was like, oh, him? Call him up and tell him you're not going out with him today. You're going out with us. She uh-huh. got She got right on the phone and called him up and told him that. You know why? Because the moment that she told me his name, I knew he was a lower-ranking male below me. Yeah, and, and guess and what? The total poll is never a fucking liar. And by the way, class group, I never claimed to be dead lady. <laughs> <laughs> but the you know you know every dude knows where they rank. You know if a dude if if you around a dude you know if he ranks higher than you because you could just peep how the women interact and how they you know how they and you know if a dude ranks below you and. You know, you will bow down to that superior rank. Yeah. You would just naturally do it. You would just be like, well, goddamn, I'm going to just, I'm going to just lay low. Yeah. Yeah. But see, the, the problem is if we don't have, if we don't respect that shit, there, there's no hierarchy. There's no, and I saw what you said, big nephew. I know you trolling. I know you trying to be funny and shit. He said, the alphas are almost gone. Like, nigga, there will never be a world or a society that does not have alphas. That doesn't exist, man. 
The, the moment we the moment we stop having alphas is the moment you will see the human race die off. We are doomed. <laughs> Straight we wouldn't have to have alphas. Yeah, there's, there's an old saying: no, no alphas, no people. Yeah, yeah, we're doomed. Yeah, man, they like freaking hoes. They just they just complain about shit like hoes. Mm-hmm. No one's ever doing enough for them, and someone's always doing something to them. Like, oh my God, this guy's taking all the women. Oh my God, these girls are going to them instead of me. Well, instead of trying to make them change, won't you change? Go work out. Get a goddamn uh, 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 plastic surgery. Uh, grow some hair. Get a better job. You know, pick up your damn game instead of just bullshit. Now, is there some validity to these brothers' arguments? Of course they are, but I think they're going way, way off the ship with a lot of the shit. Well, all they would have to do is you want if you want to you want access to good women, man, won't you just step up your game? Well, one of the main things they got to do, brother Xavier, is they got to get over their fear of confrontation. That's what they got to get over. That's the main that's one of the main Say that things. Shit again. You got to get Say over that shit again. You got they got to get over their fear of confrontation because that's the reason that's the reason the woman the women are not respecting you. Because a yeah. woman a woman is going to want the three P's from men. They're going to want a man to protect them, provide for them, and procreate with them. And a lot uh-huh. of you dudes only want to provide, and you barely want to do that. Okay? What creates, comp- what, what, what creates uh, um, conflict? Oh, shit. Jay Shard, what's good? What's up, brothers? Oh, what creates oh, conflict? Like real conflict. You on this motherfucker now. Yeah, exactly, man. What creates conflict you... is uh, competition. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers really don't want to compete. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. That's what it really is. On some man shit. They don't want to compete on some man shit. And as a reformed Pookie and Ray Ray myself, <laughs> you know. <laughs> as a matter of fact, if I gave you a couple phone numbers or a couple exes of mine, they probably still call me a Pookie Ray Ray with security clearance. <laughs> I can tell you right now, I back down from none, Bobby. When I was 20, I had this thing where I was like, all right, well, I'm not a pretty boy. I don't look a certain way. So I just became a beast of stealing pretty boys' girlfriends. Mm. Or, you know, mm. look, let me get on some Alan Roger Curry shit for a second. <laughs> I, too, understand the nature of a woman. You know what I'm saying? I understand the nature of a woman. So I was really on that slick DL shit. I, would, I knew how to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Get in there and say, hey, man, fuck that coin, nigga. You know what I mean? That kind of talk. And a chick, yeah. And a lot of dudes just don't have that in them. They don't know how to really get at a female. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what they do... And this guy in society we're in right now, they let females run over him. And they've been trained to only please females. Buy them shit, get them this, get them that. Then you'll win. You're, you'll be lucky. You'll get lucky if you get her a car. Oh, you got to get her flowers. Mm-hmm. Oh, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Nigga, fuck all that shit. Man, <laughs> man I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, Jay Shy, you ain't double line. I'm going to tell you what it is about that shit. I, I swear to God, the one thing I can't respect is a non-competitive man. You're competitive mm-hmm. by biological resources, by nature, any fucking way. And, and what gets me upset is I hate it when even my best friends be like, oh, you hate women. No, I just tell the fucking truth. I know female nature. I grew up with my mother. I grew up with a sister who's 10 years older, who flew mm-hmm. spit game. I told my nephew, which is his mother, I said, listen to what she's saying. She's a broken woman now in her late 40s. She has no reason to fucking lie anymore. Who the fuck she's gonna impress? You're her son, I'm her brother. There's no man to impress. 
So she's telling the absolute truth. And see, the problem is, and I swear, I like to quote the master teacher himself, BGF, a lot of you niggas just need to mess with women who actually are into you. If they're not following your program, why the fuck you chasing them? Yeah, but right. but you know what? And, and here's, right. an, here's another thing. Uh, big, big Nephew said this is really one-sided, I guess because we got the Ray Ray and Pookie Justice League up here. But <laughs> it, it, it's all good because, look, here's the thing. I've been reading the beta male comments from the chat room whenever I see them. So it's not one-sided. And I just saw a beta male comment. And I don't know if he intended for this to be, but it is. He said, protect my penis and my paycheck. Fuck that. Okay, first of all, for you to say that would mean that if you get it with a woman, she has rights over your penis and your paycheck. <laughs> so you just you just gave yourself away. Like, by you saying that, like, why would you have to protect your penis and your paycheck? That's not something. It should be up for grabs in the first place. It shouldn't be up for grabs. Exactly. Number one, you could establish your own goddamn self. Don't be like some of my friends move into a woman's house. I had a debate with a friend of mine while I was at work on the desk. And I said, yo, he like, oh, I saw this picture about six black couples and, you know, being married. I said, oh, boy. And he was like, you sound bitter. I don't sound bitter. I represent and love black love and black marriage. Mm-hmm. I said, they acting like they acting like people don't still get married. My nigga. I said, really? I said, why aren't you married? Well, you know, I'm broke. I said, that's bullshit because broke niggas in jail get married. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, said, yeah, but, but, but Jay Shark, here's the catcher. And this is how I caught his ass. I said, but yet, why did you get a, Why did you give her a baby? Well, you know, that's what dumb shit niggas do. So you're just, so, you, so you're admitting you're an idiot. So don't tell me you represent black love if you can't talk the shit that you preach. Yeah. If you don't walk the walk, don't tell me no shit. And that's when he said, oh, I got to put the kids to sleep. I'll call you back later, my nigga. <laughs> you know what cats like him don't realize is what Cerulean said earlier. What Cerulean said earlier was dead on. I think any man seconded it when he was talking about how, you know, when people get money, they think they're supposed to solve all their problems. And white people don't think that way. And he's exactly right. I, I work around a lot of white people. I live in a white neighborhood. Money is a tool. And what women want to see is how you use your assets. My car, my bikes, my house, all that shit don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? It's how I use my assets and how I carry myself. Y'all hear me in Discord all the time talking about how this is my thing. When a, a chick come over to my crib and I make her bring me something to eat. You know what I mean? If you want to come over, you got to bring me something. You know what I mean? What I'm, by me doing that, I'm establishing order. You exactly. understand? I'm establishing order by doing it. It's not just about the meal. Of course, I can afford my own fucking food. It's not about me making her be a slave to me. No, 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 no. I understand my worth. She wants to come over here. She wants to feel safe somewhere. She wants to be with a dude. At some point in time tonight, she wants to come. So at least you can bring, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm establishing respect and reciprocity from the jump. Well, see, That's how you do man shit. Well, see, this is this is, this is the problem. This is what this is what the, this is what they're worried about, Jay Sean. What they're worried about is is the conflict that comes with that statement because they think it's going to be a conflict. They think if they tell the woman to bring them something. She's going to be like, no, and then she's not going to come, and they're not going to get any pussy. Here's the answer to that. Here's the answer to that. When, a chick, when I tell you to bring something to my house, uh-huh. let me tell you how deep it goes with me. With this, I'm a Ray Ray. Let me tell you how it goes with a Ray Ray. All right? If you come to my house and actually bring me something to eat, not only do I want something to eat, I want exactly what you want to ask for. Yeah. 
<laughs> and you're not on that level, homie. <laughs> I'm looking at her like, yo, hold up, man. Didn't I ask you to get, you know what I'm saying, cilantro on this too? What is cilantro? <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm establishing order. Word. Because that's what, that's what men do, man. That's what men was, fucking do. Okay. I was on the same shit. I told a chick who I knew for years. She was a firefighter. She wanted to come over. I was like, if you're coming over, bring a bottle. Man, she brought two bottles. Bring a what? Like, to bring a bottle. Oh. At least it's something else. Like, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Not a Bible, a Bible. When I met my wife, right? Me and my wife was dating and shit. You know, I had got rid of all my other hoes, you know, once I got serious with her. Um, because she was like one of my hoes, kind of sort of too. Um, I got rid of my other hoes. And I had her. And she was she was coming, she was coming to the crib. Right? She was coming to the crib. Uh-huh. And you know, we, we dated for quite a while before we got married. I mean, we was like a couple for like two years, but we never moved in together. Uh-huh. Um, I had my place, she had hers. Um, we didn't, as a matter of fact, I didn't get rid of my condo until two months after we were already married. We were married for two months and I still had my fucking condo just in case shit went wrong Word. i said if i said if we good for these 60 days i you know i'll get rid of it but i kept my fucking condo for two months after the wedding after the honeymoon all that shit i still had a condo to go to if shit went awry because we didn't get a place together until after we were married after. Oh, man, when 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 i when i first uh <laughs> the first time i went out on a date with my girl I showed up, and i never forget it because she always brings it up. She's like, I can't believe you showed up for a date like that. I showed up in, in a white tee, fucking do-rag, motherfucking uh, baseball hat, and, and was just, I was thugged the fuck out. And she was like, I can't believe you showed up on a first date like that. I was like, well, I don't give a fuck. Like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And you know like, what, Brother Valdez? You know what? What up? I bet you she fucking loved it. Oh, she, she I know she did. I know she did. She was just trying to that's the type of test women put out. Like, okay, so one of the one of the first times we was kicking it, we we, we was kicking it at her apartment or whatever. I forgot what she said. I can't remember what she said, but she said something that I just thought was crazy. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I got up and I fucking left. And she told me, she said, she she remembers she couldn't believe I did that because she thought I was joking. Like, she was she was sitting there like, is he coming back? <laughs> I, just, I just got up and bounced. Like, as soon as she said the crazy shit, I was like, what'd you just say? All right. <laughs> got up and left and shit, right? So she's like, I can't believe that shit. Like, he just left, like, in the middle of us chilling and shit. Like, yo, I, look, if, if I'm not feeling some shit, I'm not feeling some shit. I'm not going to sit there and pretend... Like I'm like it's all good just just because I want some. Like no, I don't. I've had I've I've been on dates before with bad chicks, and they say some shit that's just out of this world crazy. And I'd be like, uh, you know, I reach in my pocket, take my little money out the table, put my shit on the table, get up and walk the fuck off. Literally. Can I give you a high five, angry man? Because I did that shit. <laughs> I did that shit to a chick years ago at the movie theater. I left her ass right there. I was her ride too, and I was like, my my, my boys were like, yo, she actually left her left who? I forgot who the f- is. 
<laughs> Listen, man, I left a pretty drunk red bone on the side of 495. God damn. Get the fuck, get out. <laughs> <laughs> talking oh, man, crazy I, I... to me in my car. Yeah, my car talking crazy to me. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I could have hit. <laughs> I'm good. You got to get out. Sad. Now I got to go back to the club and get somebody else. God damn, bitch. This not mad about the... that. <laughs> got to understand, man. The key to getting women, man, and getting some ass is that you have to be willing to not get the ass yeah, based thank you. on your own principles. Principles, bro. right. Exactly. Have to exactly. be Gotta be able to walk to away. That L. And if you're willing to walk away, she can smell that on you, man, and be like, you know what? Yep. All right, I'm gonna just came a little bit. God damn it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. You gotta be man. I'm the king of frustrating chick. I frustrate. Fuck out your chick. Mm-hmm. I frustrated until orgasm. God damn. Mm-hmm. God damn right. I got a woman in me. My woman been together for a while. I frustrate the shit out of her. You, you yeah, because because a lot I of our get. sisters, man, they've been you know they've been brought up under the sass. You know, Anger man said something that was really true earlier. Our sisters are naturally aggressive, naturally. which is actually a turnover if it's done in the right way. Naturally. The problem is our sisters have been, you know, perverted and, you know, controlled by the social apparatus and been taught all these dumbass ideas like feminism. You know what I mean? So they just, they come out the wrong way sometimes. You got to retrain them. That's all it is. <laughs> you got to snap them out of it. They, you know what I mean? Like, I'm hey, always... you know, you got to shake them verbally. And be, and be a man and them. give them. Give them some true masculine energy because unfortunately a yeah. lot of our women they grow up without that. They grow up without masculine energy. Right. So the best the best remedy for them, especially if you have a woman and y'all are in a relationship, the best thing for her black ass is masculine energy. And that's why X, that's why they get frustrated, but at the same time they frustrated, like, God damn, I don't know why. There's something I'm just still getting turned on. They frustrated because they don't understand what's going on. Yeah. They were taught a lie. Like, like, like I don't there's like something about your masculinity. Know. I don't God, like, 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 like this video of like Anger Man show. The Anger Man that video show. That girl wanted to talk that shit, but she was he was she was turned on. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her biology started checking her ass. Yeah. Like brother, yeah. brother yeah. Jay Sean. Brother Jay Sean, because this is the mentality. Mm-hmm. I don't like this motherfucker, but I want to fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> God, damn. Yeah, I damn, I can't stand this nigga, man. I want to cut this motherfucker, but Damn, Get your pants off already, man. man. You know how many times. What do you mean you ain't shower yet? Yo. Damn. You know how many times. Mad because you ain't ready. Yo, you know how many times chicks that told me, like, straight up or told other people, I can't stand that yellow motherfucker. I can't stand it. <laughs> and it'd be like, yo, okay, you can't stand me. It is what it is. Anyway, what, what, what you doing tonight? <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, man. See, it's sad in society. I can't trust a man who can't re- who can't refuse pussy. Yeah. You're like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I swear to that, yeah. that 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 tells you the character of a man. When you be like, you know what? I'm gonna tell you how fucking irritated I was one time. Chick was talking mad shit. She had one of my superhero T-shirts on, and I, and a few days later, I had to get that shit back. And she walked out, and I had her clothes in my wash machine and dry in the basement, talking mad shit. And I'm like, "Well, motherfucker." Well, I opened. She was like, "Well, I leave." And she had nothing but underwear, a pair mm-hmm. of Jordans, and a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, a t-shirt well, and a panties. You on. know what? Here's the and thing. I opened up the door. <laughs> here's, here's the thing with a lot of a lot of these. He guys. came back the next day, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing with a lot of these guys that I'm noticing. 
And this is what I pick up from it. A lot of these guys, they want to be in charge. They want to be the captain. You understand what I'm saying? But this is what they don't understand. Guess what happens when the motherfucking ship hits a damn uh, rock or, or, or some shit and gets a hole in the damn hull of the fucking ship? And the ship start going go down. down Guess what? The captain got to go down with the motherfucking ship. You understand what I'm right. saying? So whenever you, whenever I hear guys saying, well, I don't want to get married because this might happen. Or I don't want to be in a relationship with a woman because this might happen. All you telling me is that you a motherfucking captain that's not willing to go down with the ship. And women don't right. fucking respect <laughs> that. And see, here's the thing about me. I don't give a fuck. I've never, let me tell you something. The only last time I had women problems, I was a motherfucking teenager. You understand what I'm saying? Since I've been a motherfucking adult, I have not had no problems. And the majority of the time when I end up ending a relationship with a woman, they always want me back. And the reason why is because I'm willing to go down with the ship like no man ever before me. I will go down with the motherfucking ship. Like, I will, look, if, if I see some shit and I feel like the shit is not going the way I think it should go, I'm that nigga that will hit that nuclear fucking option. I will I will smash that motherfucking button. Like goddamn it, I'm a I'm a blow this whole motherfucking relationship up, goddamn it. I don't give a fuck. I could care less. You feel what I'm saying because you got to be the type of dude that's willing to die on your feet than live on your fucking knees. Real talk. Exactly. Say that again. <clears throat> you got to be willing to die on your feet. Instead of living on your knees. And, and what the brother said in the chat room, I saw him say that. He said, if there was no more alphas, the fucking women would fucking corral you betas into a motherfucking concentration camp or something. And, <laughs> and milk you motherfuckers for your sperm whenever they need it. Uh, damn, y'all licking toes wearing aprons. Yeah. Sad thing about it, and they were milking for that sperm and they still wouldn't fuck. Yep. Yeah. The thing is, is that they, they, they want control. But they don't want to do the things that is necessary for them to obtain the control. Mm-hmm. You see? It's um, not in them. You know, again, you know, you cannot be saying that you want cooperation and submissiveness. Uh, you, you want all the benefits of a patriarch, right? You don't even have the the mental framework of a patriarch. Because you're right. looking at you're looking at um, a woman's children as mistakes she's made. Mm. Instead, because with, with a patriarch, a patriarch looks at the community. Matter of fact, this was a, a, a line from the Black Panther. Remember when uh, his sister, the Black Panther sister, said, "Oh, time you uh, start having some kids." He said, "What are you talking about? The, everyone in the kingdom is my children." Mm. Mm. See, that's how a patriarch thinks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of these yeah. niggas just don't just don't have it. And like I said, you know, uh, they're 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 going to be relegated to being the dishwashers and the bus boys. And 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 and, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. How, how, did, <laughs> how, did, how did men? No, there, there isn't. There isn't because this is on a ship. Everyone has a duty, right? Yeah. Everyone has a duty. But whenever it comes time for uh, you to protect the ship, it's all hands on deck. All hands. Uh -huh. so they call it general quarters. All hands. General quarters, general quarters, 
All men man your battle station. Mm-hmm. Huh? Second dish zebra across the ship, right? You know that all of that, mm-hmm. and so even the dishwasher is is a part of that all hands on deck. But 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 in the black community, we got this crisis going on right now, and the dishwashers oh. the dishwashers is a wall. These motherfuckers oh. is running. They diving off the ship. Like see, see, bitch. angry man, you got to realize something. In the army, and I'm pretty, even though um, Cerulean is a navy guy, and I'm pretty sure it's the same, same saying. You uh-huh. an infantryman first. You a warrior first. But a lot of niggas lost that fucking warrior sense of pride. Mm. And what happened is, is that guess what? Niggas can't take rejection and adversity and turn it into a strength. Yeah, and that's the part of it is that niggas think everything's supposed to come to them easy. Anything hey, yo, worth yo, anything yo, worth yo, attaining yo, is worth fighting yo, for. Yo. They said, "Hold, hold on, hold I, on. I, I gotta say something." So, so Don Calypso said, "Charles Faulkner, was it you or Brother Xavier earlier who said dudes would be better with women if they picked the ones who liked them?" I guess that's what he meant. Um, no, I, I said it because guess what? First and foremost, if I'm if I'm five ten, two hundred and seventy pounds, would it be better for me to play basketball or would it be better for me to wrestle? Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade. Why not go to something that's going to be naturally for me? Mm. Why would I why would I go battle that's something that's diametrically opposed to me when there's plenty of women out there? I still got my eyes on you, cat. <laughs> but why would I go against why would I go against something that's diametrically opposed to me? If a woman constantly tell you that you're not her type, even though I've I've broken the threshold of that before, but why would you not go for the women who don't want to be a part of your program? That's foolish. You're just gonna give yourself heartache and pain and what mm-hmm. is that woman gonna do? Cheat on you with a nigga who she wants to be a part of. Well, see, there's, there's, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of, uh, uh, I get what you're saying, Charles, but I also get what Don is doing. He said, I think the problem is too many guys don't know how to tell. Okay. Here's the thing. Cause Don, I've heard you make a lot of excuses for brothers. Heard you make a lot of excuses for brothers and see we're at the point in, in, in masculinity in the world we live in today that we, we, we don't have no more time for excuses. Like we, we really don't like men either. We either make, you can either make excuses or you can make progress. You, you can't fucking do both. It, it's in, it's impossible to do both. All right. And, and one thing that see, I, I was right. Let, let me, let me say this for a second. God damn it. Cause I'm pretty sure the brothers on here can agree. Um, if they went through the same shit, I was raised by men. You understand me? I, I spent the first few years of my life on a air force base. I wasn't around nothing but men that behaved like men so much. So that whenever my, uh, my pop's best friend used to go out and about and have me in the car at three years old, I would hang out the window and holler at chicks. Three-year-old, whistling. Mm. Hey, baby. You know what I'm saying? 
this is how, <laughs> this is how masculine my upbringing was. You feel what I'm saying? Then I had men. <laughs> And I had men in my family when I did start staying with my grandmother that would make me do shit like climb on the roof to fix the roof or build a shed or, or dig. One time my uncle took me outside, said, here, handed me a hole digger and said, dig me some holes. I'm about to put this fence up. Never used the shit in my life. Right? You understand what I'm saying? And when I'm sitting there trying to do it, trying to do the hole digging thing and don't know how to use it, he walk, he look at me for a second, then he walk over here, man, give me that thing. You don't know how to do it. This is how you do it. And then he would do it and then hand it right back to me. Like, men behave like men, Don Calypso. We don't sit around. The, uh, have you ever heard someone tell you to the phrase... If you ain't going to do it right, don't do it at all. Yeah. <laughs> if you ain't going to do it right, don't do it. See, I'm going to tell you something. A lot of the guys that sit around complaining and bitching, you know what they used to do to y'all back in the day? You know what they used to do to men like that back in the day? They used make to them go in the house with the women. They they would make your ass go in the house with the women. And if it make was really bad, if it house. was really bad, they would make yeah. you they would make <laughs> you a go. motherfucking uh uh if it was really bad, they would cut your shit off and make you a eunuch to make hey, sure. Hey, can, can I say something? Can I say something, man? How about y'all just say thank you? Yes. How about you say thank you? I'm talking to all of these, these beta males who yes. got girlfriends and wives now. Say thank you because it was brothers like me that made your wife better. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> I just had a conversation with my homeboy Cedric the other day. And he wasn't get what I was saying. He was like, hey, so what about that chick you just got rid of you know, last year that, you know, she was on that? I said, yeah, but I taught, you know what I mean? I, I, I established a, a standard with her. And, I, you know what I'm saying? I gave her a lesson. And then I let her go. So you can have her now. He thought I was joking. Uh -huh. I was being sarcastic. I was, I was, I was, I was actually dissing him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you can have her. Because he was talking crazy. Yeah. It's going to be better for you now. Yeah. She has to come through dudes like me so she can learn a fucking place. Yeah. Because you're not going to teach her. Nope. You're going to let her run over you. You're going to let her run smooth over your motherfucking ass. Yeah. Man. I had to let her know that, you know, Lord, she was a little, you know, she was a little out of control. She was doing a little too much. And for things to work, this is what you got to do. And I cut her loose. So when you got married to her, say thank you. See, see, here's the thing. Here's I appreciate the, thank you. See, here's the thing. And this is why I was a pookie. I'm, I'm going to break down for you niggas why I was a pookie. See, pookie ain't shit. Pookie don't want to be shit. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you why Pookie don't want to be shit. Because you're not going to use Pookie. You understand me? You're not going to run over top of Pookie. And you're not going to try to use no shaming language on Pookie. You're not going to say to Pookie, well, damn, Pookie, why you can't get uh, uh, buy me a BMW like the white boys be buying their girlfriend. He gonna look at her like, you done lost your goddamn mind. Do you really think, I ain't got no motherfucking money for no goddamn BMW. You done lost your motherfucking mind? Fuck out of here, man. Better go in there and yeah, make them bro, goddamn bro. tacos. Brother Valdez, <laughs> often, often, man, we we jump on women about saying, you know, they need to choose better, choose better. Uh, we say that about brothers, too. Uh -huh. Maybe you need to choose better. Maybe you need to be fishing in another pool. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I mean, to if you're going to fish out of your league, you have to be prepared. No, no, X. No, prepared to take. No, what they need to do is look in the mirror and choose a better man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said see, that. The problem choose is, a better man. see, the problem is, it reminds me when I coach my wrestlers, and they be like, Coach, 
you gave me higher competition. Well, nigga, I had more faith in you than you had in your goddamn self. Right. Mm. Choose See, a better problem, you, nigga. <laughs> the problem is you afraid to go against to go against the upper echelon. But yeah. at the same time, at the same time, if you're not prepared to dance with the champion, then you got some work to do. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And and see and see 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 how Don Calypso he said, I agree, brother Xavier. Look. <laughs> Look, and, and I'm not saying what, what brother part? I'm not saying what brother Xavier said was wrong. <laughs> right. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is what you, this is what you gotta realize, uh, Don Calypso and, and all of the guys that's listening to this. I get what Brother Xavier is saying, but see, Brother Xavier is saying that from a, from a state of masculinity. See what I'm saying? When it comes to saying it from a state of being, you know, not masculine, but being effeminate, you're going to continue to have the same problem regardless of what woman you pick. In fact, dudes like I'm complaining about right now and talking shit about, you're the type of dudes that will get with a woman who is submissive and turn her into a monster. He'll run the hell over you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what I was saying, though? The X is absolutely right. But before you even choose the right woman for you, I, before you even get to that point, you got to choose the right you. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Who are you, man? Who, what kind of man are you? Who, who are you? I know who I am. I know what I like. I know what I dislike. I know my weaknesses. I know my strengths. I know who I am. Who are you? Yeah. Pick the best you. Are you trying to uh, exhibit some shit you saw on TV and try to be like that? Yeah. You trying to be something you think a man is supposed to be? Who are you? A a a a masculine a masculine man can take a woman that seems unconquerable, and she will tighten her fucking behavior up for that man uh-huh. but a uh-huh. but a weak man can get with the don't... most submissive docile woman and turn her into a monster because he mm-hmm. will allow her to do things that she shouldn't be doing and allow her to talk to him any kind of way and before you know it because if you give a woman an inch she will take a fucking mile every time every but they don't time. hear you though no, they don't hear hey, you. Man, hey, honey, I think uh, my ex-boyfriend needs some money. I'm going to just send him a couple of dollars. Is that okay? Sure, baby. You can do yep. what you want. Yep. Fuck yeah. out of here. And the next yep. time. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you a good good example, Andrew, man. What? I'm going to give you an example. There was a girl I used to mess with. She whose name we speak. Now, tell us. Say your name. Say your name. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're an asshole, Jay Shaw. You're an asshole. You're my type of asshole. I love you, guys. <laughs> One time, he talked about, oh, you you said something to such and such. And what if he just caught me on one of those moments? Every man and woman in the world have that one moment where you like, okay, motherfucker, today's the day. I said, last time I checked, you and your homegirls can't whoop my ass together. I don't give a fuck if you never speak to me in my life ever again. Fuck you, the horse you rode in on, the saloon the motherfucker playing the piano in, and everything <laughs> else. And she was like, whoa, 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 calm down. We can still be, you know, we, I didn't mean all that. We can still be friends. We're still cordial. I said, well, I don't give a shit. I mean, it's up to you. I don't give a fuck. And, mm. the, and the sad part about it is, at some point, men just need to be themselves and not give a fuck. You don't have to be ugly about it. You don't have to be a curmudgeon. 
the fact of the matter is, when, it, when, when these men on the panel talking about having some standards, be true to their own self. Who are you trying to impress? You're not trying to be, if you're not a Ray and Pookie, don't try to be. If, you, if you're an educated lane, be an educated, be the best educated lane you can be. Hey, Charles, you're a police officer, right? So you run into some of the weirdest shit ever. You know, you run into those kind of men who got like a, he lives in a tree house and he just dressed a certain way and he just true to, you know what I mean? He's on some survivor, you know, uh, doomsday type shit and he got a woman at the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know why she, he has a woman and he runs things because he's true to who he is. He ain't deviating. Yeah. This is what he is. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, to, put, to, put, to put everything even in greater perspective, he wanted to be a part of that program. And mm-hmm. her, her heart of hearts and her mind, she knew that as crazy as motherfucker may be, he's protected at all costs. Right. This right. motherfucker will defend that castle with his very life. And that's the part that a lot of men don't understand. Are you willing to protect that woman and those kids with your life? Exactly. And, and yeah, exactly. And, and on that note, we almost on two and a half, y'all. So I'm going to wrap it up. But we're going to do this again. We're going to do this again. I'm uh, The next one I'm going to call Ray Ray and Pookie Strikes again. We're going to make a whole Donald Goyne series. Yeah, we're going to make yeah. a series out of this. I, I want to thank you. I just want to say one last thing before, before you go. Go ahead, bro. Others, stop backing like hoes, man. You sound like hoes when you're, when you're talking that, oh, my God, I, I can't get a girl. You sound, you're sounding like hoes, man. Stop it. You're never going to be an alpha male sounding like a hoe. Yeah. Well, see, it even goes deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? Stop. Look, if you're a dishwasher, be a better dishwasher. <laughs> better soap. Hey, hey Shirley, I, I would gladly take this award on behalf of all Ray Ray. I want to thank you. If your woman is acting right, I want to say I want to thank you. Look, 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 not not everybody can be the chef. Not everybody can be the restaurant owner. Just just be a good dishwasher. Be a better one. Yeah, hot water, nigga. Word. Well shit, man. Hey, I I appreciate all you brothers who joined in. Um I appreciate all of the reformed Ray Ray and Pookies that's on the panel right now. You feel what I'm well, saying? Well, nigga, I got Ray Ray tendencies, nigga. <laughs> That's just Ray Ray with a badge, man. Ain't he? Still Ray Ray. But when you guys, when you guys get a chance, man, um, go over and check out Brother Xavier's channel. Um, I just posted a link in the chat room. Go over there and subscribe. You know, check out some of the stuff he's got going on. He definitely got some good content on Wednesdays, on Wednesday nights, and then on Thursdays. It's Thursdays you have the uh, the unicorns, right? Yeah, Thursday, Thursday Unicorn Four. It's gonna be it's gonna be wicked this week because this week the topic is exclusive, explicit expectations. We're gonna be talking about what women want, in sex, what oh, they like to do shit. with sex. Oh shit! Oh the, uh, shit! Over over sexualization of black folks and black women, all that. It's all it's triple X. Word, word. That's what's so, up, man. Come on through. That's what's up, man. So I appreciate Brother Xavier for coming through. I appreciate Cerulean Gray. I appreciate Jay Shine and Charles Faulkner. Um, appreciate you, brothers. I'll be back in a second. I'm gonna wrap this up and then jump back in Discord. Appreciate y'all. Salute. Salute. Peace. All right, peace. Yeah, man. (laughs) 
Oh my God, that 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 right there is awesome. But yo, let's read the donations real quick. Let's read the donations real quick before we get up out of here, man. Um, hopefully we gave you brothers something to think about, man. Cause all that all that whining and crying, man, it gotta come to a stop, man. Real talk. But yo, let's see. The first person we had was Mr. Nevermind who came through. Appreciate you, bro. Then we had Woman of the Past said, thank you for giving us a unique understanding to the core of things and why. Appreciate you, GG. <laughs> then we had Mr. Nevermind again two times, two times. <laughs> then we had Kendra Davis. She said, because of you, I'll never assume responsibility for my own cooking i now have a running bill of peanut oil of all things <laughs> appreciate you kendra then <laughs> we had mr nevermind again appreciate you bro Then we had H-Town. He said, long time Ray Ray myself. I appreciate the knowledge and wisdom you give us brothers. Stand tall. Appreciate you. <laughs> then we had Blue Man. Blue Man said, I love y'all, but can't rock with this one. I see your point. I never seen Pookie and Ray Ray bad, bad chicks or game. They just easy to control. They scare no one. They stay with hood rats. I don't know what type of Ray Ray and Pookies you talking about. You sound like you a little butthurt. You sound you sound like you one of them dudes that resent them. You sound like one of the dudes that I was talking about. You feel me? Um, Ray Ray and Pookie represents hood niggas. And I don't know all hood niggas to be scared. I don't know all hood niggas not to have game. I don't know all hood niggas not to have decent chicks. Yes, yeah, some have hood rats. But see, the reason why I know you're full of shit is because the hood is conflict, opposition, and hardship. And hardship, conflict, and opposition actually make some people rise to the occasion because it's competition. So I know you're full of shit. But I appreciate the donation. And then we have Mr. Nevermind two more times. Appreciate you, bruh. Matter of fact, let's give Mr. Nevermind an angry bomb since he donated so many times. What the fuck? Appreciate that donation, fam. Yo, I'm about to get up out of here man i appreciate every last one of the guys who joined the panel to talk that shit with me i appreciate all you guys tuning in we got very close to 300 live viewers today i appreciate every last one of you for tuning in for this one you already know what it is we about to get up out of here but before we get up out of here matter of fact i ought to play some pop i'm gonna play some pop again let me get Pac up here real quick. Well, let's get let's get that straight balling up here again, man. <laughs> 